another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, E3 is over. Johnny, E3, it's done. Yep. We're, we're here. We've, oh, we've made it to the end. I, uh, I left pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe I'm just really cynical because I'm really cynical, but like going You? Yeah, Mr. going going happy go lucky everything's grand. <laughs> going no. in the E3, I was like I feel like this is going to be a disaster and I walked away going like, "Oh, there was a lot of good stuff." Yeah. You thought E3 would be a disaster? There's a lot yeah, of ups and downs, I mean, but I think there's more ups. Really? I always think E3 is going to be at the bare minimum okay. Like I don't think it's been it's been a really long time since E3 as a whole has been a disaster. Well, I mean, you also got to remember that I'm like the Xbox guy, and I went in thinking the Xbox thing would be an absolute shit show and True. stuff. So, I mean, I thought Microsoft had one of the best presentations of the the whole thing. Yeah, and we'll get there as we as we run down the rest of the the conferences that we didn't get to last week because they hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to hear our full impressions on Microsoft. And EA's press conferences, oh. that was last week's show, uh, because we recorded late Sunday night. Um, so you can hear the full thoughts on that, and we'll get to uh, all the rest of the conferences. But at the end, we'll kind of figure out who won the show, so to speak, yeah. uh, and do some kind of like full wrapping up type stuff uh, then. Uh, but since we have so much to get to, we're going to jump right into the show with what we've been playing this week. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Um, I, I, uh, I, I bought a bunch of stuff for the Switch. Okay. Um, just like little arcadey games. Yeah, there's um, a bunch of stuff on sale right now. Bunch of good sales, though they'll probably all be over by Monday when this goes out. So, true. if you missed it, you missed it. Yeah, uh, I'm taking a trip to Texas in like two weeks. Oh, fun. Yeah, so I was like, I need to like have stuff on my Switch to play, even though I got a ton of like other stuff. But I went through the store, I was like, what looks like it'd be like a fun little thing to waste time on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Um, I always so, do that and then never play anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I sleep here. on the plane yeah, and then the I'm like engrossed in vacation. And like I, I think I talked about it when I went to Jamaica and bought like every Zelda game on 3DS and played absolutely zero minutes. Of all <laughs> yep, that's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. Also, yeah, with of course. Um, so, but at least you're prepared. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you prepared yourself for the inevitability that you're not going to play any of these games. Yeah. Uh, so I bought a game called Animal Super Squad, which is just like one of those kind of. Uh, it's a Souls like. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's not not um not Angry Birds, but like remember that like Angry Birds Piggies game, the like yeah yeah, yeah. I don't the, the, the physics base where like you gotta like get them through a like a maze or through a course kind of thing. Yeah, I never I never played it. I played Angry Birds one and then abandoned the franchise. Yeah, but it's just something like that. Like you you're just controlling like a little animal and you have to like try and get them from one end of the course to the other without like them, like, falling off of stuff. Well, like they're you're controlling how they move, but it's all like physics based and like floaty and like oh, okay. you know you gotta make sure it gets it's like trials like almost okay cool. So you gotta like try and get them over obstacles and stuff yeah. to get to the end of it. Um, I mean, not really much to talk about. I I just played around with it a little bit and I was like, all right, this is like fun. I get it, but it, it's so much like a million other games that it doesn't really stand out in any way, shape, or form. Um, I also bought Hollow Knight, which just came out. Uh, which is a like Metroidvania type game, but all like kind of cute but dark and scary uh, hand drawn sprites for everything, cool. like hand drawn animation. Um, and so far, I played that one and I thought it was really cool. It's one of those. It was kind of like an indie darling that everyone was like super excited for it to come out. Um, and uh, so far, that one's also really good. But same thing. Like I kind of was just like, all right, this is cool. I'll I'll play this. On the plane, like, so yeah. I wasn't about to sit down and, like, sink too much time into it. Um, but, I mean, it looked really good. The story seemed interesting. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like about the game is, like, every time you get hit, 
like it kind of does this like the ear clamp thing almost where like the sound goes like really mute you hear like a loud boom and the sound goes really mute and like kind of fades back in and like a hollow pitchy noise huh which is like really really annoying every time you get hit well that and you're gonna be playing it with headphones and it'll be super distracting yeah so like every time you get hit it's like boom and it just kind of like everything goes you know silent and like you kind of only hear the hum for a second and it's just really kind of distracting that's what would happen though if you got hit in the face or hit in the head, you know? Yeah. If I went and hit you in the head right now, you'd just hear... Whoa. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and true. then you'd hear Johnny go, oh my God! It's that's also, all you'd hear. It, was all, it would also be really annoying if it happened all the time. <laughs> it, it really would be. Yeah. It absolutely would be. It's You're good right. Thing you live a life where you don't get punched very often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that's For cool, now. but that's something that I'm going to like get into a little bit more later. Um, and I, then I bought one game that I was surprised by how much I got sucked into playing it because of how simple it is. It was a game called One Strike. Um, which, I mean, do you remember uh, Dive Kick? Yeah. I remember the name Dive Kick. Yeah, there's two I don't buttons. Think I played it. It's just, yeah, kick. it's like yeah. Dive and Kick is pretty much the thing. It's, it's a one-hit KO game, like fighting game type thing. Oh, cool. Um, and this one is that also, but it's like a 8-bit samurai game. So it's all it is. And samurais is, are so hot these days. Yeah, it's super hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get into that. We sure will. Um, so it's basically you just have... Uh, this one's more four button, but uh, you have dash forward, dash backwards, uh, attack stance, and defense stance. And it's one strike. Like, you get hit one time. It's all just whoever gets the first hit on the person. Um, and, I mean, I was just playing against the computer, but it has two-player mode in it. But, like, it was one of the kind of thing where, like, I was like, all right, I'll give this a try. And then, like, an hour later, I'm just kind of, like, going, like, motherfucker, die, die. Uh, it's, it's super simplistic, but you get sucked into it really, really easy because, you know, it's the kind of thing where, like, every match is... A couple know, seconds three, long. Three seconds long. Yeah. So you're just like, you either win and you feel really pumped and you're like, on to the next guy, or you lose and you're really pissed and you're like, I got to get revenge. Yeah, it's the casual game curse. Yeah, yeah. So like, I spent a lot of time basically just playing that. Like I said, like all of a sudden I looked at it, I was like, oh man, I've been playing this for like an hour. That's awesome. And it's so super simplistic, but I'm like, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, like, I want to get to the fucking boss or whatever. And there's only like six characters in the game. Maybe there's more that unlock later on or something, yeah. but... As of right now, I was just like super, super into it, and uh, for something so simple and like a five dollar little simple game to like get sucked into it, you know, it's pretty impressive. You know, everyone got into like dive kick like that, but I think that kind of had more like the aesthetic, you know, appeal to it, and also it was the first size kind. So I don't know if not people even know this one exists, but yeah, I've never heard of it. It's super fun. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and there's one other thing I gotta pull it out. Uh oh, a visual aid on an audio podcast. Uh, I also got something else uh, recently. Oh, is this? No, oh, this is the gift. We were promised a gift. Oh, Whoa. shit. It's an NES Classic. So I managed to get my hands on an NES Classic finally. Uh, even though they're about to come out again regularly? Or those, is that the re-released one? Or is no. No, that's next week. No, oh, weeks. is it actually next week? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like June 29th. 20, oh. Yeah, something. Uh, no, somebody actually traded it into GameStop. No. uh uh-huh. Like the one that your friend works at? Uh, Skippy's friend. The one in Tolland. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even like, think... It was like one of their regular customers. He came in. He traded in his NES Classic and his SNES Classic at the same time. Holy shit. Was yeah. I, they Did even they hold take it for you? this? That's crazy. Uh, Skip was like there and bought it. Oh. And he said, was like, there um, like at the moment? I don't know if he was there happened? at the moment or he came in and they're like, hey, check this out. This guy traded these in. But he like texted me and said, hey, they got an NES Classic here. Like, Do you want it? I was like... Well, first I was like, are you sure it's legit? 
Because I mean, there's a ton of like bootlegs out there. It's got all the it's got all the important things on the bottom. uh, I would think he's you know he like he said he said it's one of the regulars. It's a guy they really know, so like they trusted him to not bring in a bootleg. Yeah, he he probably bought it from them. Um, Wow. So Skippy bought it and he like brought it over and gave it to me, and I like went online and did a like you know how to tell if this is a bootleg or a realistic or a real one kind of thing. Yeah. Everything I could find pointed at it being a legit one. I you know I plugged it in, it works fine. All the games play fine. Wow. So I was just like, all right, like cool deal. I'll take it. This is super light. Was there was there the traditional GameStop markup, or was it a little bit less than what a new one would cost? (laughs) It. Cost the same amount as a new one. Of course, oh, it, okay. it was sixty bucks. Well, I wasn't sure if it's like it. We're GameStop. We could do whatever. We right, know how rare this is. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's you know whatever. So. Yeah, I mean, and also like, I mean, I, it's I don't pristine. Know if the guy didn't yeah. bother checking, but he could have gone online and sold it for like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, know? people who are regulars at GameStop and trade their things on all the time probably don't care about like. I mean, there's a lot of times where like you don't want could, the hassle of. There's there's a lot of times that I've had a game where I've been like I could sell this online for like thirty bucks or I can sell it at Best Buy for like. 12 and i don't have to go through the hassle of like waiting for someone to buy it and like shipping it out and right stuff. i just get the instant gratification so like i kind of understand that mentality yeah i don't know how much he got for it but hey probably a third so it worked probably out for me in 25 bucks or so <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome now i now i finally got my uh nes classic i got really worried when you pulled that out of the bag that like you went and like finally found one that was only you know a hundred dollars on ebay and so you jumped at the chance <laughs> yeah, and i'm like too. joe it's about to come out again and they said it's gonna be readily available through the end of the year oh no but his serial number has the original number on it or you know i'm sure that <laughs> the re-releases are gonna have different numbers on the bottom that's cool that's awesome yep are you going to uh modify it in any way not that you would because that's illegal and nobody wants to do that. no no i have other ways to do that <laughs> <laughs> he's got his, his i have other ways. i have ways nice well that's awesome mm-hmm. johnny what did you play this week uh i've been playing lots of yakuza kiwami which is the remake which is the remake of, of the first game yeah. i've never because played last week we mentioned that john finally bought himself yeah, a ps4, finally got a PS4. And now he's like getting all the ps4 exclusives that he hasn't had a chance to play i accepted your friend request john on, on playstation yeah uh, yesterday, yeah, well, PlayStation. So, so. Yeah, because that's how long it took me to finally boot my PlayStation. <laughs> Mostly because I realized that my uh, my PlayStation Plus expires in a month and it's on sale right now, so I just have to go and buy it. Yeah, it's ten bucks cheaper. Yeah, which is like what it used to cost, but still, I'll take it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Kiwami's great. Um, it's kind of like an open world, but not really open world. Like it's an open city, um, but I don't know. Like it's it's a lot of fun. It's super goofy and like I. I hate being this person that says like, well, when I was in Japan, but there's a lot of stuff that like I like can remember from when I was there. Like there's a there's a store chain called Don Quixote that's like famous in Japan and they sell like lots of cheap stuff. But there's an actual Don Quixote in Kiwami. Like you can actually go there and like you can't yeah, really... they're all like actual buildings. Most not of them. all of them, but like a lot of them are. Yeah. Like there's a convenience store called Poco, which has it looks like Lawson, which is a a convenience store chain it has the same font and everything like that's just a different name but like the drinks are the same like there's lemon cc there's decavita v like there's all the stuff that like you can get while you're there which is very cool and then there's lots of like subculture stuff that like isn't very like uh known like i mean this is a japanese game for right. japanese people right but i think like i'm getting more out of it because like you i was i was there you know to to experience some of this stuff like there's 
uh, a common um, scam where women will say that like you've groped them in public, and especially like if you're a foreigner, like it happens all the time because of, of course you can't yeah, who, speak the yeah, language. Who are they gonna believe? And, um, and they, they say, say like, "Oh, give me a hundred bucks and I'll let you go." It's um, like the uh, Russian dash cam. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, where people jump in front of cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's that happens, but of course you're you know you're Kiryu, so you can be like, "Fuck you! I'm just gonna beat up whoever goon's <laughs> gonna come out and, <laughs> and and try and take money away from me." But like that happens. Like there's scams where like people say that like you stepped on their glasses and that like they're expensive glasses and you owe them money. Yeah. So it's there's all that kind of stuff. Sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> um. So. That's cool, but also, like, my favorite character is Majima, who's, like, a dude with an eye patch who comes out of nowhere to fight you at any time. Oh, nice. So I went into the convenience store. I bought some some food because I was, like, low on health, and so I bought a bento, and, like, they always ask if you want it heated, so they'll put it in the microwave for you. And so the, the cashier... really good attention to detail. Well, ca- <laughs> so the cashier was, like, he was, like, oh, do you want it, uh, like, atsui, which means, like, warm, and he's, like, warm, and then, like... You're like, yeah, I guess so. And it like, cuts up and it's Majima standing there. He goes, you know what makes me warm is when Ugh. we fight. And then he's like. <laughs> <laughs> so like instantly you're just in a fight with him right there. Sounds like he then groped you in public. <laughs> well, yeah. he's, he's just there. He's not even like hopping over the counter. But then like there's certain stuff where he'll just appear out of nowhere. He'll chase you down. So like you're just walking around the city and then you just hear him go. Rah! And just like runs down the city and starts fighting you. So does he work at that convenience store all the time, just <laughs> waiting for you to come in, or what did he do to the guy who runs a convenience? No, store? he works there. Like, oh, okay. Uh, it's just his day job and his night job is fighting no, like you he's, and he just you. he's replaced him so that he can fight you. His sole purpose in the game is just to fight you at yeah. all times. And like at one point, he like you get calls from like his friend, and his friend is like telling you like, "Well, you should be prepared. He's going to be in X place or Y place." Like. Uh, and the last call I got, he was like, dude, he was working on something really big. And for some reason he said, he's going to find you, but it's going to be in the most obvious places. And you're like, all right. So I was walking around the city and there's a giant traffic cone and I just hear him go. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So I go up and I like poke the traffic cone. And he goes, oh, thank God. I've been standing here for hours. You don't know how like sore my legs are. Now let's fight. Yeah. Well, that's, a be- that's the best time to try to fight him is when he's all sore and from being under a traffic cone. But yeah, it's it's super fun. I've already sunk like probably like 15 hours into it and I think I'm, but I've been doing a lot of the side stuff. There's a ton of side stuff to do. Um and the story's actually pretty good and I've just gotten to the main plot point. So uh, I I love it. It's great. I'm like full yakuza mode now. I'm like buying movies and like books and stuff that's yakuza related. Yeah, yeah, you're fully fully ingrained. Yeah. You're it's good. It. Nice. The next thing John next week John's going to come in with like a full like body tattoo yeah body tattoo a suit white white suit really i don't even sit down and just lean up against the wall arms folded we'll get you a giant traffic cone you can stand under <laughs> do the whole podcast from inside the cone God, it's really <laughs> hot in here yeah all right we now cut live to john inside the cone <laughs> it's all you're allowed to do it's all you're allowed to do is just giggle that's it for the entire you know, entire runtime of the show, which could only be like twenty minutes next week, because there probably won't be a lot of stuff to cover. But uh, nice, that's yeah. good. Um, I the only thing I played this week is a is a spoiler for later in the show. Uh, I've just been playing Fortnite on Switch. Yeah, uh, yeah. Me I was, and you played uh, yes. one round of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I was really excited. I was I I knew it was coming. We all knew it was yeah. coming. The writing was on the wall for several weeks. Uh, my only hope was that it was a and it's available now kind of announcement where 
I didn't have to go. Fortnite's coming to Switch in six months. Yeah. Or it's like, ah, oh, man. And you were prepared for it. You I, already had your Switch ready to go. Yeah. And like, I like, yeah, I was, I was fully hoping. It, but even if it wasn't that, that it would be something cool. Like, oh, there's a demo for, or like, you can play the Smash demo that's live at E3 right now, or like something. Yeah. You know, there was going to be some kind of right now downloadable announcement. So I had a charging ready to go. It was sitting next to me as I watched it. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't want it to be a delayed thing because, you know, I want to play it on the go now. I don't. Want, I don't know if I'm going to want to play it in six months. I don't know if the fad will pass me by by then. Or there'll be the new hot battle royale game. Out. Yeah, Call of Duty, Battlefield. You know, whatever it is. Um, so I was glad that they did it, and I've been pretty much playing that since. Mostly because everyone on Switch is really bad, uh, and that makes <laughs> me better, uh, which is good. Because the problem is, is that. No one's good at building yet, which surprises me, not necessarily because I expected people to be better at building, but I expected more people who are Xbox people or PlayStation people, PC people to come over to Switch and play it. Well, how easy is it to build stuff on a a controller compared to, like, I'm sure PC people can build stuff super fast because they got the mouse and WASDA and everything. Well, it's, uh, there's, there's settings in there that you can change where it's basically like each of the shoulder buttons is the four types of things you can build. So it's basically just like, if you want to build a house, it's just like wall, wall, wall ceiling, you know? Gotcha. Um, and then you can kind of do it that way. Yeah. It's pretty, I've seen some like gameplay, you know, videos of people playing it and it's the kind of thing where like, it's actually really impressive how quickly like people build shit. Well, yeah, but I like every time I see that, I just assume they're on they're PC. They're on PC, yeah. Like, because I've tried to play it when it was on the Xbox One when it first came out. I like was trying to build a ramp up into like this building, and it was like I just I couldn't do it. Yeah, I can't build shit worth a damn. Well, they and that was before they added in the the controls to make it easier to build. Like then you had to cycle through which yeah, type of thing you want. Yeah, I played uh, it like the first week it came out. Yeah, and that was always that was always tougher. But with the other controls, you just basically the four shoulder buttons are the four types of structures you can build um so that makes it a lot easier but i figured there'd be more people like me who played it on another console and just want to play it on the switch to either try it out as morbid curiosity or because they're on the go and they want to play it on you know wherever like friends houses or something like that like yesterday i was playing on the couch at my buddy's house while while we were watching a movie which is something i've always wanted to do with Fortnite and (laughs) couldn't do until now um but Wasn't yeah, no one's good at building, so all the firefights are just regular firefights. And so, so now it's PUBG. <laughs> kinda, uh, but you know, cartoony and yeah, yeah. and things like. But that. I mean, there's no building in PUBG. Yeah, it's just all shooting. Yeah, so some people are, are there for the building, and some people just aren't. Like I've I've already won more games on Switch than I did in the entire time I've been playing on PS4. Yeah, so you got an advantage. Yeah, well, I'm also not that good at building. So yeah. the fact that there's less building means that I like you're now in my wheelhouse. <laughs> well, and also like I mean Nintendo has a younger clientele as well, so you're dealing with kids. Yeah, but so does Fortnite. I don't like, think the Switch does though. Yeah, the Switch has a because most of the people who have the Switch at this point a year plus in are people who bought it because they're adults with their own money. Um, but all like obviously kids get it too. But Fortnite skews younger anyway, so I don't even think the Switch skewing oh, really? younger really impacts the player base because it's still probably a lot of you know teenagers and tweens and you know young 20s well, I, don't know. I still have a like I, I i you would think it would but i still picture the switch is more adult oriented just because it's so fragile that <laughs> like, and I, i'm just like i would not buy my kid a switch because i'd be like he's gonna fucking break that thing in a heartbeat yeah yeah well, that and uh, it seems like Nintendo is acknowledging that they have older fans as well lately, where they just keep giving things to people that like the older fans want, right? Doom uh, and yeah, Skyrim, which they never did a, before. A porn game just came out on the Switch. Really? Yeah, it's like a Japanese like porn game. 
Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's on the U.S. one. It's all in Japanese, though. Like, all right, John, you're gonna have to report back on that in a couple weeks. So, Joe, you buy the porn game, and right. Johnny, you read it to Joe while Joe plays it. And we'll all see right, how Joe, awkward that gets. Thrust, <laughs> thrust. <laughs> Press A to thrust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was all I played this week. Just mostly just watching all the the E3 pressers, and so didn't want to get too sucked into any. What do you uh, think about the like cross compatibility PSN stuff? It's that. it's stupid, but I'm not surprised. The thing that I, well, sucks... I was like, I, I didn't realize that's what it was at first because, like I said, me and you, like the minute you could download it, we started downloading it and we hopped into a game. Yeah. Um, I had never actually played Fortnite on the PS4. I'd played on the Xbox One, um, so all of my stuff carried over. So like, my guy pops up and he's like dressed as a knight and has like a shield and sword and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then you're just playing like generic dude. To be and fair, I was like, I was like, oh, like Adam, I would assume Adam would have like a bunch of stuff in the game because he plays it so much you know you didn't have like a ton of stuff anyways nope i didn't i haven't spent any money on the ps4 one so i'm not well can you like buy stuff with in-game currency also yeah but you have to in order to earn in-game currency you have to play way more than i play when you have the free version Mm. like if you buy the battle pass you can basically every season you can play enough to earn enough money to buy another battle pass and that gets you all kinds of stuff um but i never played but if you have the free version every season you can basically only earn like 200 in-game bucks which is nothing for Um, but for the people that don't know we're talking about um sony has it so that if you've played fortnite if like you tied your epic account to your psn account uh you can't transfer any of your stats over to anything else other than on the playstation so so like because i'm uh, i played on xbox i could transfer all my stats over to the switch version and then to the like phone version and then to the pc version yeah but if you connect it to the PSN version, you can't transfer that to it. Huh. You can to the phone and to PC, just well, you not can't other the, consoles. You can't to the Switch or the Xbox. Yeah, huh. which I, I'm not surprised by. It's the same problem that we had with Rocket League and with yeah. Minecraft and with all these other things. I just don't know why Sony is being so stingy on that stuff. Yeah, I think it, it was probably... It's, you know, it's probably just due to competition things and that they yeah, see... they don't like, need to play. This well, validates the Switch in a way. In, well, also, like, I mean, they're well in the lead in the console. Right, wars. they don't need they to play They sold, nice. like, twice as, many, as, twice as many PS4s as they have for the Xbox, so mm-hmm. it's not like they're really in any kind of competition. Yeah. Plus and then, this like, ten times as many Switches, so... And with this, like, as dick a move as it is, it basically says, like... If you want to keep all that progress and all that stuff you bought that makes your character look cool, guess you got to just keep playing on PlayStation and probably spending more money on PlayStation. And sorry, but like people will do it because it it is what it is. But yeah, no, I, it's I think it sucks for the majority of people, but it doesn't bother me that much. Um, I do one cool thing about it, which I haven't actually gotten to test since it went live, is that uh, you don't need the Nintendo app to voice chat in Fortnite on Switch. Yeah, which makes me think, why the fuck does a Nintendo app exist in the first place? I think the reason, and as I was thinking about it uh, in the last couple of days, just thinking about playing Fortnite with voice chat, is I think the reason they did it is so that way you can have a headset when it's docked, rather than, like... But again, that would have just been a simple thing of you just get a dongle to plug into the USB port. Yeah. Problem Mm -hmm. solved. Um, So... But like it's convenient if it's docked that I can still chat with a with any old headset that I have using the app. Like, granted, the app is stupid, but hey, it's convenient that I don't need to go buy a new hundred dollar headset to do voice chat when my Switch is docked. But the the forcing you to do that is fucked up because if I'm playing handheld, 
you know, Splatoon, I should just be able to plug right in and, and voice chat. Mm-hmm. So it, it has its positives and negatives, I guess. But the fact that Fortnite just allows you to do it uh, means that anybody could just allow you to do it. And Nintendo could conceivably do that, too, if they hear enough pushback and realize that the app is stupid. I mean, also, there's got to be some sort of Bluetooth functionality. I don't know exactly how nope. things... Um, whatever whatever frequency, frequency that the... Yeah, ad hoc... Yeah, whatever frequency or whatever it is that like the uh, the Joy Cons connect to the Switch, but that's why they don't have it because I think the Joy Con is Bluetooth, but they can't have the Bluetooth headset and the Bluetooth controllers or something like that. Like there's some weird because like even with PlayStation, you you can't have a Bluetooth headset because the controller is Bluetooth. Uh, okay. I believe because well, I have a Bluetooth headset and you need to put a dongle in. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why it's just the it can't communicate like Bluetooth isn't sophisticated enough to communicate or at least their version of it. I was gonna say you can connect like multiple Bluetooth stuff to your phone, but um, yeah, it's probably just the way it's it's baked into yeah you know to the consoles, but yeah, so it's that that feature is at least nice that we know it exists and that it's a Nintendo limitation for their games, not a system limitation for the Switch, which bodes well for future you know third party games that you want to play on they're probably just figuring it out now too yeah that too <coughs> but yeah so uh, i was excited to have it i've been playing a lot of it i've been playing a lot in handhelds so i've been playing it docked too even though like i probably should just be playing the ps4 one because it's you know easier to look at but i wanted to get a feel for how it was and it's just easy and convenient i mean like i i like evil within that's a bethesda game but i knew there wasn't gonna be an evil within three announcement this soon after evil Within two came out yeah that's like really like i get why people like Fallout, and I get why people like Skyrim, and I've played them before, but they're still not, like, games I get excited about, and then, like, everything else, I don't really, like, I tried Doom, I wasn't really, like, I, once again, like, I get it, I can understand why people like this, but to me, I was like, this is getting really boring really fast. Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, I understand people love um, Prey, but just, I played the demo, and I was like, eh, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't like being scared. Yeah. Not a fan. Um, plus, I think I probably would have turned the conference off when I saw that it started with Andrew WK. Because I do not like Andrew WK. I know people love him. I like Andrew WK. I don't get it. But also... I, I like... I. It's one of those things where you're like, you have to... You get the... Yeah, you have to understand he's stupid. Yeah. You, you like... Yeah, I do. I believe me, I do. <laughs> and he is. Yeah, believe me, I, I get that. You have that. to know what you're getting yourself into. With yeah, but... Also, like, even if I was, you know, okay or liked Andrew WK, I hate live band performances at E3. Oh, God, yes. They're the worst. They Nobody's here for that. Like, granted, there are some, like, and I know I've, I've talked about it in the past, like, when Sony does their, like, it's a musical interlude from an orchestra that's a track from the game. Like, that's I think, is different because right. this is just, like, look, we're playing one of our songs that was in the trailer for the game. That gets you hyped for the game, right? It's like, no. It's no. like the uh, the music interludes and pay-per-views and stuff like that. You're just like, all right, this is where I go to the bathroom. Yeah. But don't open with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, don't care. I mean, I guess open with it to get it out of the way rather than break it up. But if I had seen that, I just would have been like, no, I'm, oh, I'm so out if this is the kind of conference we're getting. I, I'm just I'm going to tap out. I don't like this. Which will come back into play later. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, that was to set up Rage 2, which is a game that, uh, if you liked Rage, good. I did not play it, and I didn't, I, I no I didn't know many there. people liked Rage. Honestly, I, I liked it. I can say, like, I didn't hate the game, but it's it was like 
fucking what 12 years ago it wasn't that long ago it was like fucking was, 13 years ago no it was like that you went you went up two years your, ago your number went up and i said no but and you who went asked up anyway who 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 asked for this game we were working Rage at GameStop fan 94 on twitter oh, yeah. asked for it I'm so sure. no it was probably about 10 years ago then no because i was still working at GameStop. it was like 2013 I mean, either way, who asked for it? Like, it wasn't. I don't think it right. Was nobody a was hyped for like no. a sequel to Rage. No, no, no one. There's not a single person on Earth that has been sitting around this whole time going like, "Why has there been a new Rage?" No, but it's one of those things where Bethesda's done in the past where no one's really clamoring for a sequel, and then the sequel comes out, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is actually really fucking good." Yeah, and I guess I mean this could be good, but yeah. Did, does does the trailer or any of the reveals or announcements about it do anything for either no. of you guys? Not really. No. Yeah, it's orange. Same. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's colorful, and it, it just feels very Mad Maxy. And yeah. I'd rather just go play that other Mad Max game that I hear is really good yeah. that I uh, never played. played. Yeah. <laughs> but I got it for free recently. The same people, though, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But just, I don't know, it's too Mad Maxy for a game that isn't a Mad Max game. Mm-hmm. It's Mad Max and Borderlands. Yeah, and I mean, I was never a huge Borderlands fan. So. I love Borderlands, but I love Borderlands for the cartoony humor of it. Like, And this was not any of that. Um, all right, so let's see. The next thing I have, and this is all out of order. I apologize. We didn't write down what they were because we didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, so we're just going based off articles we found online. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, that's the card game, right? Sure. The mobile, the mobile one. Yeah. The mobile yeah. card game. Uh, that's coming to Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Uh, Everybody's trying to do Hearthstone. Of, yeah, there's already a ton of card games out there. Like Gwent came out, the Witcher card game. Yeah. Like the People really one. like Gwent, though. Like yeah. At least they liked uh, yeah. playing it in Witcher. Yeah, but... Everything I mean, is just trying yeah. to make another Hearthstone, Hearthstone, yeah. and Hearthstone's already free. So like, why, why try and make can't another play on consoles? Yeah, that's the thing. But like, that's not a you can the play type it on of your game phone, I want to play on. Like, that's the type of game I would want to play on the phone. Oh, where yeah, I can have definitely. other things in the background. Like, yeah, you can play it on your tablet. Well, it should be on Switch. Yeah, it's just coming to Switch. No, I mean Hearthstone. Hearthstone should be on oh, Switch. yeah, that would have been a cool announcement. From, yeah. you know, but I don't know. It's a it's a card game on a console. Well, then yeah. there's that Hands of Fate one, and then there's the Fable one. Like there's oh yeah, Fable just came out with a card game. Well, it's been out for a while on the PC. Oh, has it? Yeah, I like looked it up because it was on sale, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll get it. And then I looked up the review, and it was like just scathing. It was terrible, and I was yeah. just like, oh, all right. And they're like, just play Hearthstone. Is pretty much what it said. Yeah, but I mean, I guess there's a market for it, so go ahead, fill it. I guess. Yeah, but I'm not gonna play it. And no. People love their Elder Scrolls, so I'm sure there'll be plenty of people to jump into sure. that. Speaking of Elder Scrolls, uh, Elder Scrolls Online is getting Wolf Hunter and Merkmire DLC. I don't know what any of those things mean. I assume they're locations in the world of the Elder Scrolls. Sure. Either of you play Elder Scrolls Online? No. no. I don't know. I'm not an MMO does. person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think I've ever heard like. I'm sure Skippy played it. it. I don't know. I feel like I would have heard him talk about Actually, it. Actually, I had a coworker when I lived in New Hampshire who bought an Xbox One to play Elder Scrolls Online. He played it for like three days and got to like level 40 and then never touched it again. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe I get from it. Like, yeah. I know people that still play Final Fantasy 14 and WoW and all that, but no, not the Elder Scrolls Online. I don't nope. know. It's just. It's obviously big enough that they keep supporting it, but... Well, it just came out for Switch recently, right? Elder Scrolls Switch? Online? Yeah, no. I think it did. Really? Yeah. I'm fact-checking. Right now, immediate fact-check. Huh. I think I, mean, I remember seeing, like, box art for it or, like, uh, Reserved Now or something like that. I'm calling I'm calling fake news. I mean, that. Elder Scrolls just came out. No, like, but Elder I thought Scrolls Online came out. Skyrim on didn't that get a Switch? Release? Skyrim did just get a Switch release. Uh, no, is it out yet? I mean, it's getting one as far as I know. There was a box at GameStop for it. <laughs> oh, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, it could be a pre-order box. Uh, I mean, I just I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if their online service could handle an MMO, the, the Nintendo online service. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I, no, it definitely no. All right. Sky, it was Skyrim only because I typed Elder Scrolls Online Switch into Google and it just says Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I guess. are you sure? Yeah, maybe, maybe Skyrim. Well, I was wrong. It's all right. Guaranteed to be right at least twice today. So. That's right. We said that right off the top. Yeah. So don't worry about it, John. Uh, move, we'll move on so that way we don't have to dwell on your massive failure in correctness. Massive. Ma- oh yeah, massive. All Joe, right. Massive. 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 Yeah. yeah. You should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go stand in the go stand in the cone. Go get your cone. Yeah. <laughs> go stand in the cone for the duration of the episode, or until we say otherwise. All right, let's move on. Let's... And then I can punch. I know. I want to hammer down on John for a little while. Uh, he's new. He's got. We got to get him caught up to a year's worth of, uh, of, of ribbing. ribbing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Doom Eternal got released, a sequel to Doom the Reboot. Cool. You guys excited for that? I like I, the first Doom. I I like I, I was like I said like I played it and I said I understand why people like this but it just seemed very repetitive to me. It's also orange, just like Rage Two. Yeah, so much orange. That's the theme of uh, Bethesda. Bethesda loves conference. their orange. Uh, but they didn't give a lot of information. They just did a teaser trailer and said more information was going to come at QuakeCon, which is in August. I think there was a couple things that I saw where it's like, here's the thing to get excited about because we have to say it because it's E3. Now wait till August for us to tell you more about it at our thing. So. I That's mean, okay. I guess we'll reevaluate how we feel about Doom Eternal uh, at QuakeCon in August. Which uh, I will probably not be watching. <laughs> no, I'll read the things afterwards and watch the trailer for it. Uh, Quake Champions got a trailer and a free trial. Um, I didn't, I mean, I, again, I don't know anybody that plays Quake Champions. 20 years old. Like, God, Quake was fun when I was 10, but we have better things now. <laughs> That's old internet. Take that, old people. Hmm. We're young and hip and with it. Yeah. Wait, we are? Yeah. Yeah, the kids say with it now. I don't uh, know if you know that. I yeah. think the term is Gucci. I, I dab on the haters. <laughs> Joe Sin the cone. <laughs> that, no, he's right. He does dab on the haters. Uh, you said haters wrong, uh, oh. but we'll let that pass. Haters. Yeah, because you dabbed on all of them haters, so that's fine. Uh, praise getting new modes and DLC. Again, pray. I don't think that sold well. I don't think it sold well either. But, but I think I mean, it did well critically. So it, no, I mean it did that's do the well thing critically. is like a lot of the games did critically but sold terribly. Yeah, well, I do want to play it. I, like I Bethesda's in, games. I remember looking at like a, a thing that was like a breakdown of sales, and they like all did really really bad. Well, it's because people are like bitching and moaning. That there's not another Skyrim or another Elder Scrolls. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that like there's no new Elder Scrolls, so I'm not going to buy Prey. I don't think that's the mentality that people are going to be having. I mean, it could be. It could be like a, I won't support Bethesda until they give me the game that I want. Sure. Which is, well, I mean, yeah, people it's not right, but it, it's I think a people thing that do that with happens. EA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I but, won't. I mean, buy... I don't think people hate Bethesda just because you know you know that there's like a five year cycle in between new Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, that's how they feel potentially, but also sales doesn't necessarily mean that. They shouldn't be doing deals. Like they probably had these modes in DLC in a roadmap that they were going to release, regardless. Because it'd be weird to just shut all that down if it didn't sell well. Because who knows? Maybe the new modes in DLC get people back into it. Yeah, game of the year stuff always. I mean, even though it's not yeah. like game of the year, like a complete edition will always sell more than the original. I'm sure one. Usually one does. I'm sure one company outlet publication gave prey their game of the year for some even if it was like favorite horror game and they no, well, liked I mean, it better also, than resident like evil said, 7 it, and i think it was like critically really well received yeah so, so i'm sure somebody gave it and then they'll put out a game of the year edition and that right. will probably sell better because people will be like oh i i heard this was good and now it's the complete package i'll just that's because that's also the problem with bethesda a lot of times is 
why would you buy the game first when you could just wait a year and get everything that they put out and it's the same price? I'll probably buy Prey when if they do like a complete thing. There you go. See, perfect example. Uh, Twenty five bucks, sure, I'll do it. Yeah, I know. It was it, Prey was also one of those ones that is just like um, Rage, like. Who was Nobody was clamoring for, who for was it. asking for another fucking Xbox 360 launch game. <laughs> well, Prey 2 had been like development for like yeah, ever. It, the, the Prey that came out is a completely different game. It's right. It's a reboot. Originally and, announced. Yeah. No, like the Prey that was originally announced. I remember Tyler, or Prey 2 originally announced. I remember Tyler being really excited. And the game that came out is nothing like Yeah, because it. it was supposed to be like a super was, action-y. Like, well, it was like you're like a bounty hunter on like an alien space station. Oh, yeah. That's whereas, a like, jam. Yeah. Whereas like this one is... The game got it's still completely horror. scrapped yeah. and like completely redone. It's a completely different game than the Prey 2 that was announced like 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we have next? Oh, co-op's back. You guys excited? Co-op's back? Uh, we got Wolfenstein 2 Youngblood, a new co-op Wolfenstein Wait, experience. I, I thought that was like a VR game. Uh, nope. Oh, they, they had, there, is, there, there is a You're VR skipping one. ahead. It's right here on the next Oh, okay. Uh, I just remember hearing that there was a Wolfenstein of Prey VR Nope. Uh, so I didn't realize that was what that was. Yeah, that's uh, that's afterwards. That's the next thing. So just stay tuned for that in probably like a minute. As soon seconds. as I stop talking, <laughs> we'll talk for thirty seconds, and then it'll be that. Uh, but yeah, Wolfenstein Two Youngblood. It's set in Paris in the eighties, uh, and it stars the twin daughters of the character from Wolfenstein Two. Uh, I was gonna say eighties. That's a big jump from the last one because wasn't the last one in like the fifties? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, me neither. I want to. It looks really interesting, uh, and like. I wasn't put off by the whole, like, there's Nazis in everything now backlash that people had when the game no, came that, out. No, the backlash was that they were, like, using contemporary politics to push it, and people just want to not think about that when they play video games. Yeah, I just want to shoot Nazis. Yeah, but it, also it's a game about Nazis in America, and it's kind of it was kind of hard at the time to ignore such a thing, especially, like, when it was just, like, wasn't it, like, a tagline in a trailer on Twitter? And everyone was like, well, get, get your politics out of my games about Nazis in America. As yeah, we like I said, it. people just don't want to think about that stuff. Yeah. Like well, there was a, th- a thing with, um, you know, they didn't want to think about it in Germany in the 30s either. But we made that. no. There was a thing about um, like how they kept, uh, people kept trying to make like Far Cry Five super political, and yeah. Ubisoft was like, "No, we don't want it to be political. Like we're yeah. just making a game for people to be fun." Yeah, because they had started making it way before the political spectrum blew. Yeah, the but up. they were like actively saying like, "We don't want to be political." No, and and then because of that, everyone really we- enjoyed Far Cry, whereas. Well, because the second you become political, you become subject to boycott. Well, yeah. Well, and then like, you draw a side. Yeah, exactly. No, I just want to play video games yeah, to escape my I, real life. Yeah, I don't want to think about politics at all when I'm playing video games. Yeah. Fair point. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to try Wolfenstein 2. Uh, and a co-op thing set in that kind of universe sounds fun and intriguing. The world needs more co-op games. Not yeah, I'm co-op. always yeah. more compelled to play something if somebody's playing with me. Yeah, I can't wait to start a co-op adventure with Joe and then halfway through it just have him abandon me for someone else. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's going to be great. Uh, all right. Hey, Joe, did you know that there is new Wolfenstein VR coming out and that they announced it at the C3 press conference? No, I didn't know that. Well, now you do because they did. Uh, so new Wolfenstein and Prey VR experiences. Didn't, didn't one of them already? I thought there was already a Wolfenstein VR or maybe I'm just thinking of Doom. You're thinking of Doom. You're thinking of Doom. Okay. And Skyrim. Wasn't there another one, though? Uh, Fallout. Oh. On Vive. Or yeah. Oculus or one of those. Um, but yeah, the new VR experience for Wolfenstein and Prey. Uh, Praise is a Typhon Hunter mode. It'll be playable in VR as well as a single-player puzzle-based VR mode for Prey. You excited to get scared in VR? 
No. Yeah, same. Uh, I, VR, um, I'm never really all that interested in, like, a full-blown game in VR. Like, to me, VR should always just be something, like, little, fun, quick to, like, play. I don't want to, like, have a VR headset on for, like, an extended period of time. See, I, I feel like Something I like would. Something like that Beat Saber game is what I want to play in VR. Yeah, that stuff. But I feel like I would want to... I wouldn't sit down and binge it and play for five hours. But, like, if I throw it on for an hour or two a night and, like, play through a real game, like, I think that could still be really fun and really awesome. So I want to at least see them trying that, even if the ones they come out with aren't necessarily for me. It's the fact that they could be for some, but, like... I don't like Prey. I don't like getting scared in a video game. I just don't want that for myself. So I'm not going to play this, but I don't want that to deter them from making a game that I would maybe want to play in VR. Like, I, I think there need to be more games like Farpoint and Bravo Team, even though they weren't good, that are full experiences, full games that I can play in VR if I want to. Um, yeah, I think I'm more on that side where, like, I don't own VR because I think of it as a demo. Like, this is not a thing to be played seriously. Like, uh, our old coworker said this about the Wii, that the Wii is like the video game fondue set, that you don't eat fondue by yourself. Like, you break it out with your friends and, yeah. like, uh, for parties and stuff. And that's the way I feel about VR now. So if they have more full player experiences for it, you know, that are I'm paying 60 bucks for an entire game as opposed to, like, the Batman VR game, which was, like, let me look around the, you know... yeah the bat cave um because yeah, i think the more you try for a real game the less likely you are to fail with like little experiences sure because if there's a bunch of things that are just like you get to be batman for 20 minutes it's like okay that, that where i still haven't bought that game because i'm like yeah, it's it's just gonna wear so thin i don't even want to spend the 20 bucks on it yeah like i i watched a video of it and i didn't need to experience it like that was it was 20 minutes long yeah so it's a demo Exactly. So if I'm going to bust out the rig and like set it all up, I want to know that I'm going to be playing for more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't mind those little experiences. We talked about it last week. I'm super excited for Beat Saber, mostly because I think playing the high scores, I can get some time out of that. And I'm not worried that I'm just going to put it on for five minutes and then put it down. Yeah. I mean, I just tried playing Resident Evil 7 in the VR. And like when I was playing in the VR, I was like, all right, this is cool. And then like it didn't take me very long to be like, just have it wear off, off and yeah. play it on the you know Fair. regularly. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the that's the risk with the ones that can, you can do both because it's always probably just going to be a better experience in the regular way than it is in the VR way. But yeah, it's um, like 3D movies. Yeah, it's like okay, they're cool, I guess, but I'd rather just see it. Yeah, I don't want to wear normal. these goofy things and have my head hurt afterwards. Oh, see, my head doesn't get hurt like that, so yeah, I guess I'm either. lucky in that. And, but I know a lot of people who either can't see 3D or they can't sit through it because headaches and whatnot. Um, uh, I mean, for me, it's just that the glasses get really uncomfortable after a while. No, see, I wear glasses all the time, so it doesn't even. Yeah, but I don't even I mean, notice. Your, your your glasses are like contemporary design glasses, not sure crappy, crappy so movie plastic theater. recyclable. Yeah, not crappy movie theater with like non bendable hinges and yeah. shit. Like I don't that. know, I could rock them. I look, I look good. I also have a big glasses. head, so like the tip oh, yeah. of the fucking like things like sit on the top of my yeah. ears. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Wolfenstein cyber pilot. Uh, you're going to be a hacker who takes over Nazi robots and turns them against their creators. So it's like a mech game, probably. Oh, that sounds cool. So, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not sure if these are full-blown games or if they're, like, smaller things. It says VR experience. Okay, so that probably means so, that yeah, they're more, like... $20 yeah. or something or other. Yeah. yeah so and probably, like, you know, quick level-based thing as opposed to playing through, like, a full game. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
All right. All right. And then we got the big game here of the conference that we knew was coming. And this finally revealed details and everything. Fallout 76 got a release date, gameplay, and it's entirely online, which I think, Joe, you had saw rumors and speculation on that we talked about last week. How do you feel about a, like an H1Z1 kind of Fallout game? Um, so I watched the stuff for this one. Um, and like, I get it. Like, it does look fun. I kind of need to see a little bit more. Like, it doesn't seem like it's worth the 60 buck price tag to me. Have they confirmed that it is $60 and not like a $40 something? Uh, I mean, other? if you go to any website, like, the pre-orders are all 60 bucks. Oh, okay. Like, the Amazon pre-order is fifty nine ninety nine. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, maybe that'll change later on. The price will go down. But as of right now, yeah, it's like a full $60 game. And... Um, like I get the appeal to it, and it did look very pretty and stuff, but it's the kind of thing where I was like, "Yeah, but is this a Fallout game?" I mean, kind of. Or is it a fall? Like it's a just game set in, in the Fallout in the universe. universe. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a game set in Fallout. Because it's universe. like there's no NPCs. Like the only people you actually interact with are other players. But that's the best thing about Fallout. Is like, interacting the, with other players. Talking to the, the no, story, talking to the NPCs. Yeah. yeah. The story is the best part of Fallout, and like interacting with all the people and yeah. stuff. And all of that is gone, and it's just like running around. And I like, if you know, I guess it's all in the mood that you want to play because, um, so like this, it's highly like not competitive, but like you're playing against other people also. So it's the kind of thing where like yeah, sometimes think, that's more fun. Yeah, I think I read there's twelve people. Yeah, it's, it's a, twelve people in a game at a time. Yeah, like in in a world at a time. Yep. Um. So like, I mean, you know, that I usually sometimes I I find those to be pretty fun. The kind of thing where like you're just kind of sitting there doing something like building your little fort, like do 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 do, and then you see a guy like in the distance, and you're like, oh shit, like uh, I don't want him to come over here, and you get all tense. Yeah, is he like, friendly? Yeah, like, does he, he want to just come do a quest with me, or does he want to loot all my shit? Yeah, and then like that that tension and stuff can be really fun in a game. Yeah. Um. So like, it could be really fun at that, but also like I said, like the the removal of the story and like the lack of actual other people interact with or like the NPCs interact with all that stuff. Uh, I don't know how fun that'll be. Yeah. Um, I mean, it remains to be seen. People seem pretty up on it from no, everything yeah. I've seen, which like that it could have gone the other way. It could have been, Hey, this isn't my, this isn't my fallout game. Screw this. I don't want another online, whatever. This might as well just be fallout battle Royale. But I, I didn't see that, which is bodes. Well, what did you think about it, John? I, I'm in with Joe where like, well, I guess I'm more negative than you. Or like, I just don't like. When I played Fallout, I well, played. Joe's so upbeat all the time. I played never three in, so in New Vegas hard. and like you know played half of them. But like the most, I enjoyed the story of it. I, I the NPCs are all voice acted and have crazy goofy things to say at times, and like it's intense. But like I don't care about other people in the game. Like, and and, and if it's gonna only be them, like I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and the weird part is, is like it seems like this would be really good for story material of. These are the these are the people who are living the best experience after the war or whatever, and like yeah. these are the ones that weren't experimented on. You're not the last of your kind, like in a vault by yourself. Like it seems like this is a part of the Fallout like lore that hasn't ever been explored, and so to kind of drop that a little bit in favor of this does seem a little disappointing. And also, like I'm I'm just kind of looking at it like say, thinking like what do you do in the game? Like I guess it's just oh. survival, but like if it's you, you and three of your friends, and you're all playing like in a little squad, um, what's what's like, the point? You're, you're just gonna like wander around and be like, hey, look, there's a thing over there. Like, hey, look, there's a thing over there. I mean, hey, I look, guess it's just, just, over just there. waiting to either get killed or like find someone else and kill them. It's probably just too early to be seen. 
I mean, they didn't give a launch window for it, did they? Yeah, it comes out in uh, like October. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those like, and it's available in six months kind of thing. Let me see. Fallout 76. Do, 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 do. Uh, for us to know this little, this soon. November 14th, 2018. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. I mean, yeah, I need to see more, I, I think. I, I saw like a lot from this. They did a really good job of showing stuff off, but I still like felt walk. I walked away kind of going like, I still don't know what I'm doing in this game to make it worth playing. Yeah, yeah. For a for a conference to tell you about a game, to tell you not about a game, like, and you walk away going, I don't know what this is. They I'm didn't sure really do was, a good job. I'm sure there was probably a bunch of like after show stuff. If you went to like the Bethesda booth or whatever, yeah, and they probably did like Bethesda streams or something like that that showed off a lot more. But I didn't watch any of that stuff because no, too much. I was already just kind of like, all right, it's a thing. Yeah, I'm uninvested already. Yeah, and and then like I didn't really like Far Cry Four anyways, so I was already going in going like Fallout Four or Fallout Four. So I already went in kind of going like, eh. Yeah, I didn't even play Fallout 4. Last thing the, I played well, like, The Vegas. thing was like the 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 world built, not the world building, well, the like the town building stuff was the least interesting part of Fallout 4 and that looks like this is like the big focus of this one. So it's just like, oh, the okay. part I hated the most out of Fallout 4 it's is, back, baby. is like the main focus almost. Yep. Because it's all about like building your little like compound and yeah, stuff. And, and I was like, oh, I hated that in Fallout 4. Yeah. Well, at least this one, I don't think you have to manage the people like you had to do in Fallout 4, but I mean, yeah, you could, true. so who knows? You don't have to manage happiness. You're just managing the other people you're playing with. Yeah. yeah. No managing happiness, Joe, so you're all set there. Uh, all right, so I'm going to skip this next thing that's here just to lump them all together at the end, but Starfield got revealed. It's a new space game from Bethesda. Intrigued by this, guys? Did you see who's going to be in it? No. Star Fox is nope, going to be wrong in. game. Wrong nope. game. That okay. was Ubisoft. Yeah. All right. That's Starlink. Sorry, okay. too many stars in my <laughs> yeah. my E3. Yeah. No, we'll get to that in a second. Um, that's the next. That's a couple conferences from now. No, Starfield, new space. Like they didn't give much on it, and the rumor is that this isn't even a current gen game. Mm-hmm. It's a next oh, gen. Oh, next game. gen. Oh, like it's a last gen game. Yeah, Joe. It's, it's a, a last... 360 game. They're putting yeah. out a Dreamcast Weird. game. Yeah. No. So yeah, when 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 I say from, I think from this point forward, whenever I say it's a not a current gen, it is a next gen game. So it'll be available for the Xbox, whatever the fuck they want to call it, and the one PS5 X, one X, or, or the PC that you have with a new graphics card, because mm-hmm. you know PC or whatever. Um, but yeah, that, you guys intrigued for a space setting that looks more spacey than uh, from Bethesda? I mean, I don't really know me. like exactly what stuff. it is. Yeah, they didn't really give a lot of if details it's like, to it. If it's like space. Like Elder Scrolls, that could be really cool. I also just bought a PS4, so I'm not thinking about next gen right now. I'm currently thinking about the system I just last bought. Last gen? You're thinking about last gen? Current current gen? I'm not that old, okay? I uh, got him. I'm thinking of my NES Classic. Yeah, you First are. gen. Yeah. There, so, you, you know to think about next gen without even knowing what next gen is, is kind of putting the cart before the horse, I think. Yeah, the only details I have here um, is... Todd Howard said it's a game that they've spent years thinking about and working on and something they feel uniquely positioned to pull off and that they're incredibly excited about it. Um, it's hard to transfer that excitement when you're announcing a game that's probably four years out, maybe. Yeah. For and, a system that doesn't exist yet? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's... We knew that they were in development next-gen systems. Uh, again, it's a thing that I don't really want to think about because I very much enjoy my PS4 my switch and all that and but i don't really why? want to think about dropping a new 400 dollar console anytime 500 soon. i'm sure yeah yeah depending on size and why all that. P- why use this time to pitch something on like 
a, a console that doesn't exist right now. Well, that's the thing, because like Bethesda in years past has been really uh, celebrated for the fact that they announce a game at E3 that's out that fall, and then I feel like they maybe didn't have enough stuff this year, so they they went with a couple of announcements that are super far out just to well, placate didn't, fans. Didn't but that doesn't Fallout seventy six get leaked? It did, but that but that could have been their they were saving it for. Well, they I mean they still devoted a big chunk of their show to it, so it's not like they took that away. You know, it's not like the leak happened and now I guess we can't talk about it. Well, but... I mean, they could have been completely saving it for E3 and that was going to be their game that's like, and it's out like later this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but still like they then announced two more games that are next gen and on top true, of that. True. So I don't think the leak necessarily did that. Uh, it's just a, it's a weird thing for a company that, you know, doesn't necessarily need to have an E3 press conference because none of this stuff is really anything more than a press release or a, hey, come by our Quick video. And we can, you know, we can have every outlet play it, and yeah. that's cool and exciting. Uh, I don't think any of these DLCs no. and Quake-related announcements deserved an E3 press conference. So I don't know, maybe they need to reevaluate if they need to announce things four years out just to round out their hour-long. Well, they're press paying conference. the money for it. What do you mean? Like they're paying to have a conference, so I know. But like in terms of fan expectations, I think it's kind of a, a letdown of. You know, we're expect if you have a conference, you expect big announcements and you expect to get these big things that in years past for Bethesda has been that you're gonna be able to play very soon. And they announced two things, one of which we'll get to, that are several years out. Right. And it seems like it was just the thing because we needed to kill an extra twenty minutes of the conference. So they're wasting their own money. Exactly. They're wasting their they're wasting their time, they're wasting ours. It's yeah. just it's a weird thing that a direction I don't think they necessarily needed to take. Also, call back to last episode. They have a game. Bethesda has a game that they're showing off stuff that's you know six years in the making or you know in the future, and the Star Wars game doesn't even get a, a logo. <laughs> Sorry to bring that back up to oh, piss you off, Adam. But so fucking stupid, so dumb. And that that game's coming out in a year. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's a couple more uh, Elder Scrolls related announcements. One of them, a new mobile game called Elder Scrolls Blades. Again, anybody mobile games at E3? Big fans, right? Yeah, I mean, I watched the like the little trailer or whatever, little like snippet gameplay, whatever they showed off of it, and like it looked pretty good as a phone game. I was like, all right, that looks like fun, cool, but I just don't, I don't play things on my phone. No, like ever. Well, I do, but I play like Clash, like things that aren't, you know. Don't require your full attention span. Like yeah, press like you five minutes. Like de- move on to the next mo- thing. yeah, absolute mobile games. Like that. What was that Infinity Blade game or fin- Infinity something? Oh yeah, the Epic. One. Yeah, like that was looked really cool. Oh, the one that they always show off at the iPhone conference to show how good games look on the new iPhone. It, yeah, it played really well, but like I don't want to sit down and play a game on my phone. No, like for an extended period. Of time. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I can play my Switch or my DS or my right. PSP. Anything else. I would much rather have a dedicated gaming machine, like handheld gaming machine, than on my phone. Yeah. So, meh. Yeah. All right. Well, what about this? So, we don't normally like to play games in a space that we're not used to playing games in, mobile. What about playing an Elder Scrolls game using a voice assistant, Amazon Echo? You guys in for that? I don't even have an Echo. Huh? Joe, no, you in for that? I don't have one of those either. Because that's a thing that you can do. Uh, they so sh- that was a real thing? I uh, thought that was a joke. It was, but uh, it they turned it into a real thing. Uh, right, yeah, like, I could imagine them being like, oh, this is a joke, but it's too good of a joke to pass up on. Right, like the <laughs> April Fool's Day stuff that actually comes into fruition. Yeah, eventually yeah. they're like, okay, this is too good. We have to make this. Yeah. Uh, 
um, yeah, so it's called the Skyrim Very Special Edition. Uh, <laughs> so you can go and you can play. Uh, I don't know. It's probably not very in-depth. It's probably just a series of little jokes and things like that. But it does say that it is a thing on Alexa. I'm trying to find out if it was. I don't trust Alexa. Yeah, it's a real thing you can get on the Alexa store. I don't want right any now. electronic listening to me 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, you can I'm get this skill. Like that. It's free to enable. I was talking to my coworker yesterday. She said she bought an Apple Watch, and she was having a conversation with one of her coworkers. And her coworker said her assistant's name, and all of a sudden, it just started sending all of the things that she said in a text message to her assistant. Yeah, they, yeah, I've Uh-oh. seen some weird stuff with that. <laughs> and so her assistant just got like a text message, just so like said like you know every thing that they had just had in that conversation. She's like, "What is this?" And she was like, "I don't know." <laughs> weird. Um, so yeah, in the Skyrim very special edition, you can uh, quest and explore the dungeons of Skyrim, master your weapon spells and shouts, encounter people who consistently need your help, uh, guard your knees against arrows, fatally harm mud crabs, fight dragons, die, fight another dragon, eat sweet rolls, boost roda, chase butterflies, burn spiders, uh, walk straight up a mountain instead of going around it, vanquish malevolent evils. Uh, there's probably mead somewhere in there. Uh, no goblins, though. Soul trap within creatures. Victory or Sovnagard, which one you prefer. I don't know what those things are. I didn't play Skyrim. Uh, also, cheese wheels and a fork. Uh, failed to collect all stones of Barezia for like the fifth time. Uh, talk with guards. Unleash the power of your thum. Open wooden doors, open iron doors, other epic things, and more. And so that description comes directly from the Amazon store. So you can add that skill to your Alexa right now all right uh and then they close the show off with the other game that's probably five six years out the other scroll six got a flyover of a island does that excite either of you uh i mean as of right now obviously no um yeah we don't I, know what it's I, gonna eventually be eventually i might be excited but i would uh, no <laughs> Yeah, people are already like thinking they know where it is based on previous maps of the, you know, the world. Yeah, because the location is like very important to the things. I mean, that's why it's Skyrim and um, Morrowind, Oblivion. So yeah, there were a lot of people going like I saw a lot of contemplation online of like where is this one going to be? Like, what's the location? Yep. Um, New I Jersey. Don't know anything about any of that or care about any of that? Do you say New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. did. <laughs> Elder Scrolls, New Jersey. Right, it's going to be yeah, the, my way. Yeah, hey, that's going to be the toughest game in the series. Yeah. It's going to be like their Dark Souls. It's super difficult. It's hard to to navigate. It's so much fist pumping and terrible trash human beings. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is what I was kind of talking about. Like, why announce Elder Scrolls? I know people are clamoring for Elder Scrolls Six, but this game's not coming out. Also, probably we knew it was coming. Like, they had to announce something. But at this thing, I don't think they necessarily They had to like did. give a bone. Yeah. But now but see now the problem is everybody's just gonna be clamoring for this. Yeah, and you're just gonna hear nothing about it for the next three E threes. Yeah. Which is like okay. You'll continue to get a flyover or like next year they'll reveal a title and maybe a character, and then the year after that they'll show a cinematic trailer, and then the year after that you'll get a gameplay trailer and that's when it'll be out. Like ugh, this is not a thing that that it's is needed a good time look. dedicated yeah. to it. Yeah, just just skip it or, you know, make something else like stick with the cheeky stuff. Like it, it just seems weird and out of place to, to announce it so far out. Uh, but that was the Bethesda conference overall pretty down. Not really anything exciting for yeah, either I of you guys. I, I didn't Nothing I cared to watch about. It, so. <laughs> Fair point. All right. We'll move on then to uh, Square Enix, who did something a little bit different than everybody else. Uh, they kind of took a cue from Nintendo and just did a quick half hour little video with some trailers 
no fluff whatsoever. I didn't actually know that's what it was going in. So a half an hour in, it ended, and I was just like, oh, oh, we're done. Huh. I didn't uh, – okay then. Yeah. So we'll just run through uh, some of the things they have here and their very, very short uh, announcement. The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit uh, was there. a lot of the stuff we've already seen at other presentations. This was at the Microsoft Conference. Uh, It is a sequel to Life is Strange. I think it takes place three years after and is before Life is Strange 2. So, uh, But one thing they did confirm is that it's a free game. Like, it's completely free. Yeah, I remember they said, like, free, but I just assumed that was, like, the first episode episode of, like, a multiple, multiple part thing. But apparently, yeah, this is just the one chapter, and it's just free. Yeah, whole thing's free. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's at least an announcement that wasn't made at the Microsoft one. Uh, as a person who didn't play Life is Strange, I'm not... Like invested, I'm, but I'm I'll, not interested in this game at all. But I give it, so I give it a try for free. Yeah, yeah it's not going to cost me anything. No, and if, it, and if it's fun and I like the world, then I might be more inclined to go back and play Life is Strange. So it's I not. Mean, a I don't bad... think they're really tied together at all in any way. Yeah, this uh, it, it says that they'll it'll even contain clues about Life is Strange too. Oh, huh. so yeah, like this is fully you know I a mean, part I of play that Life world. Stranger, the prequel one or whatever it was before the storm. So I don't know who the characters are, but it just looked. This one just looked to me like it was like a standalone thing, but it took place in like the same shared universe. But yeah, all right. Well, it seems more connected than maybe we thought, which could get. But even if I like the style of the game, that might make me more inclined to go play Life is Strange. But I don't hmm. know. Uh, I mean, I heard good things about Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. But yeah, I never just got around to it. Uh, let's see, Dragon Quest Eleven coming to the West. I've already seen tons of stuff about this before. Are you I mean, a Dragon like, Quest fan, either of you? Um, no, I've, I've never, I played like the original Dragon Warrior for the Nintendo. That was the first game I ever played, actually, was that. Really? Yeah. What a weird game to jump into. I know. I, I, Before I was, Mario I went or over. Anything? Yeah, I went over to my uncle's house and he was like, hey, I got like a Nintendo, like, would you like to see it in? And that was the game that was like in it at the time. So like, huh. I just turned it on and started playing that. So that was like the first video game I ever played. Cool. Yeah. So I started off on like a, an RPG, so kind of set me on a, a certain path. Yeah, you're such a hipster. <laughs> I, I like, was I was playing RPGs in the womb. Yeah, <laughs> I like the originals. I didn't play past. I didn't play eight, which came out in the PS2, and then nine came out in the DS. I think. Yeah, yeah they always had like really weird releases where like I think ten was the Wii or something. Yeah, stupid. one of them was like only on the Wii. One of them was only on the DS. Yep. But I enjoyed the first three. Um, I don't know if I'll play this new one just because I don't know like what continuity it has for other stuff. I don't think they have any like. They're I'm like pretty Final sure you Fantasy. could just jump they're in. They just take place like in the kind of the same. Well, universe. and like they have like the same like same enemies look and, and the and same, same yeah. like shield it's all, and stuff. Uh, Toriyama art style. And yeah, um, but I mean, like the stuff I've seen from it looks good, but I'm. I'm not going to invest my time in it. No, I'm also same. like hard pressed to pay sixty bucks for a standard JRPG these days. Yeah, like I do enjoy them, but they're also just the same thing. That's what that was my big takeaway from watching a, like this and the Nintendo conference. I was like, I mean, I know people love the JRPGs, but if you put all these together, I can't really tell them apart. Like it's, but that's how I feel about anime in general. And like the art style is just so similar. Everything is just a three character standing in an arced pattern, uh, and then go and do an attack on right i mean it's mostly one, about like, the story but still yeah. i understand like i mean i even just said like it's i find it just hard pressed to pay 60 bucks for that yeah no I'm, I'm right there with you it's just and they don't they don't show off well at something like this because they are so story focused right that just showing the combat which is standard jrpg combat doesn't really 
rile up the fans. I mean, I guess if you're a Dragon Quest fan and didn't already import this, you're excited for it. But I don't know. It's kind of be hard pressed to get you know the the normies or whatever super super invested in yeah. it. So yeah, but uh, I mean it's it's Square yeah. thing. So yeah. Uh, speaking of things that failed to get the normies invested, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, it's getting Monster Hunter World crossovers, so you can have your little cat friend in your mo- in your Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, Calico. and then there's going to be a, a stuff from Final Fantasy in Monster, Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yep. They're going to add like a, a one of the dragons from Final Fantasy into cool. Monster Hunter. Um, I didn't really need to get back to trying to play Monster Hunter again. I have not played that in a while. Yeah, I think I got like a third of the way through it. And yes. Was- and then, like, hit the road where, like, I had to start, like, grinding for stuff to get better um, armor and better weapons and everything like that. And then that just kind of got old after a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we got Just Cause 4 showed off some more stuff. Again, that was shown at Microsoft's as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so a little wind out of the sails there. But I guess it's fine since it was just a half an hour. Like, if this was an hour-long stage conference, the fact that they showed off several things at the Xbox One would have been a real damper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just more trailers for it. Well, and I guess it's more about the weather now. Like the trailer before was just showing it's just cause. But yeah, this one's it was like, like, hey, it's just cause. There's tornadoes. Yeah, and- yeah. The weather seems to be a character. Um, yeah, in this I think, one. It's, I think it's like the terrorists you're after have like a weather controlling device, like yeah. a, like James Bond or Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's my weather machine. But more or less, it looks like a Just Cause game. Yeah, I mean, they're not to be yeah, taken seriously. It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Like, if you're a fan of Just Cause, you're going to play this. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Because I like Just Cause, because it's just stupid, mindless, destructive fun. Yeah. So, and it'll be out before Crackdown 3, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know when it's going to be out. I'm but sure I'm sure it will. <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be before Crackdown 3. So, take that, Crackdown 3. Uh, then we got uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which not only got shown off more at the Microsoft conference, but then got shown off here, and then also got shown off at the Sony conference. So, if you were looking for any tidbits on Kingdom Hearts 3, E3 was was it for you, because it was at pretty much every conference. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts is one of those things where like I feel like they know that they don't really have to... I mean, even though it just showed off so much, like it's just being Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's, it's going to sell gonna, enough. Like, buy it and play it. Yeah, and the real focus so far has been, and I don't know if it's to its detriment or not, the fact that they're incorporating all these different Pixar and Disney animation levels. They showed off... Uh, Frozen in the Microsoft conference. The Ratatouille was confirmed in this one. Really? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph showed off some more stuff. I think uh, Wreck-It Ralph was like a summon, and Ratatouille was just like kind of a looked like a bonus game, like a mini game thing. Yeah. Like it's not a Ratatouille world. No. Okay. But it's still like they're leaning hard into those yeah. characters and that, that yeah. setting, and then. And I think Wreck-It Ralph has too many ties to other things. Yeah. So like, I think that's why he's just a summon in this. Cause yeah. you're not going to go to wreck it Ralph world. And Which is just they video have to game also world. license like a million other video game yeah. characters. No, but you could go to his game or you could go to the like candy crush racing or whatever. You can go yeah. to those worlds that are specific to him or the bug worlds. Uh, so you can go to the ones that aren't like Sonic or Qbert or like real things. But, um, but yeah, that's probably best to avoid those other games within a game within a game kind of thing. Um, and then I think at Sony's they shut off Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, yeah, like Pirates of the Caribbean three. What do you mean? Like that's where the like, like setting where was? the setting is in that the theme of that huh. movie. Yeah, well because like it shows 3. like sh- scenes from Kingdom Hearts three in it. 
or not, uh, I mean, um, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. 3 in it, like him sailing the boat, like over the sand and stuff like that. That is cool that there's like boat sailing stuff in this, though. I think yeah. that's a pretty cool. But it's just, I was kind of surprised because I was like, I guess nobody really liked the other two, but you have to like go back and completely ignore the other two movies that came out for Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm sure they're taking bits and pieces from all of them and just throwing them all together in one like Pirates conglomeration kind of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, Kingdom Hearts doesn't really move the needle for me, but you guys are both big Kingdom Hearts fans, right? Are you mm-hmm. excited yeah. for Kingdom Hearts 3? I am. And I, more so after all of the E3 stuff, or same? Um, I, I, I love Toy Story. Like, it's one of my favorite movies. So, like, seeing Toy Story stuff was very cool. And they, like, announced, a, like, Toy Story edition that comes with figures and stuff. It's ludicrously expensive, but... I mean, if you buy... The figures yeah, the Brave Arts figures are about sixty not, bucks a piece. Yeah, they're like sixty bucks a piece plus the eighty dollar <laughs> copy of the game, so it's actually cheaper. Yeah, but still, it's like two hundred and thirty bucks. You get but looking at the price tag, it's like wow. Yeah, two hundred and thirty bucks, but you get like all at once. You get the <laughs> figures of them as the toys. Oh, cool! So you get like toy Sora and toy yeah, Donald yeah. and toy Goofy. Yeah. And then uh, they also announced like a collection of all three of them together, and that is indeed a standalone thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. So you can get Toy Story, like the remastered versions of the first two and the third one in one package when the game comes out. The Toy Story movies? No, uh, for Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, the Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, and 3, and three. Oh, that's all cool. in one bundle. Oh, that's good for those yeah. that didn't get they it They didn't already. say a price or anything like that. I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Probably, but that's, probably, be like probably 100, I would think. No. I'd well, say probably about would, 80. That would be if you just bought them individually. Yeah, but a lot of yeah, so maybe so it's seventy. Like 80, yeah, 70, 70, 80 bucks. But I just bought the remakes, so it's like, damn it, I just I just bought these. Yeah, the twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, and at the same, and I'll also have like three games on my shelf instead of just two. Yeah, I'd rather have just one. I'd rather have the individual ones than like the bundle. Yeah. Um, okay, so next was a game that only got a brief trailer that I believe was half live action, half CG, uh, but I'm very intrigued by it. Uh, it's called The Quiet Man. Uh, and it was basically all it was is a trailer of a guy walking down an alley. Some thugs are like, hey, man, we don't like you. We're going to beat you up. And he just points to his ear and is like, I got nothing. Uh, and then kicks the shit out of Well, like thumb. he points to his ear and then the sound goes out yeah. in the game. And that's where you realize like he's saying like, he's I'm deaf. deaf. Yeah. So the game is you're playing a deaf like vigilante of some kind. Yeah. You're like anti daredevil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, reverse daredevil. Yeah. You can see, but you can't hear. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm intrigued. We don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm intrigued by, like, is, just, the, is the game going to be completely quiet? Yeah, like, just from the fact that you're playing a deaf protagonist, I feel like has a lot of room for a good story, a good type of game, like a good gimmick and mechanics kind yeah, of thing. Like, I want to know how the mechanics are going to work. Yeah, yeah. I'm very intrigued. Because there's got to be a point to him being deaf. Yeah. You wouldn't just be like, he's deaf, but everything else is the same yeah, except if, like, he if the signs game has when all he the, talks. Yeah, if like, oh, the whole game was like completely normal, just the character was deaf, that's the point of doing that. Yeah, lame and a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, but So the fact that they, they wouldn't really talk about it, um, it's coming to PS4 and PC, it's kind of all that they said. It's probably a little ways out, given the fact that they didn't give any more information. Uh, but I'm, I'm at least like my interest is peaked. I saw that and I was like, okay, I've I've never played a game with a deaf protagonist before. Like, I, I I'd give this a shot. It sounds cool so far, um, and it just looks like it's a street combat kind of game, and, and I like those. So I don't know. What would you yeah, guys think about it? Sensory deprivation is like a new thing in media these days. Like that's like like a, a quiet place. Like yeah. Um, there's a, uh, I just told Joe about this. I bought a 
novel called The Silence that's pretty much a quiet place, but like slightly different that actually had a film adaptation of it coming soon as well. Um, and as like a film person, I've always liked that there's uh, Hush and uh, Don't Breathe, two horror movies that deal with blindness and deafness as sensory deprivation stuff. So like yeah. that's cool because in video games more so than film, like this is now the sixth art where we have, you know, you've got motion, you've got sound, you've got visuals, and now you're actually acting it all. So to have to pull one of those out, you have to put more into the others. Yeah. Um, which is like, I mean, that's the same thing with film, you know, Quiet Place didn't have a lot of sound in it, um, but it had, what it had was important. So now it's got to draw into the gameplay more. Um, so I'm excited cause I just, I, that's a cool thing. Like changing stuff around is always, always good. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, I haven't seen a game like that and that just seems really cool. I remember cool, there so. was a, uh, a blind game. Um, and there's like the screen is completely black, but like oh, as yeah. you make sounds, like you kind of see like the the echo wave of yep. like the I sounds. want a Daredevil VR game. That's what all I've been thinking about while we've been talking. Wow, yeah, that would be awesome. Like the it is it's darkness in your field of vision, but the audio is really cranked up to like steps and things, and you can look around and then. If it makes a noise, you see that ripple of like yeah, the red what, daredevil what, vision. It wasn't VR, but no. there was a game that was that where like you know you could like stomp your foot and you did that and like you could kind of see like the sound waves of things bouncing off. So yeah. you had to figure out what was around you by the, the the direction of the sound waves bouncing off of you. Yeah, um, and that looked really awesome. And I don't know what happened to that. That's kind of there was that... might have came out. But I'm sure it was probably PC only. It's probably on Steam. Yeah. Um, but I mean that looked really cool also. Wasn't there one that came out for the Vive or something like that that they did in, like a Rooster Teeth thing for, and it was like entirely visual, but it was like a horror game, probably. Or I mean, entirely audio. Oh yeah, there was definitely that game. Um, yeah, it, it was like you're just in the pitch blackness and you can hear the monster around you, and you mm-hmm. kind of have to like navigate, but like you know, you hear it like scuttling behind you and like scuttling in front of you. Um, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember what that was, but it looked cool. Yeah. So I'm down for that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's square, so they tend to usually know what they're doing with video games. I'm still just thinking about a Daredevil VR game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm half paying attention and half going, man, that'd be so cool. All right, you're going like, to have to make it. You have move controllers for your your baton stuff. Like, oh, man, that'd be so much fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, so then the last thing, which I think both started and ended the show, because uh, it's their big game of this year, was uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which it looks so good. Like I was mar like I I was I was tweeting and I was just marveling at like the lighting and the movement and the, like the attention to detail in this game it just looks so amazing which is why I think when I beat God of War that's the first thing I'm gonna do is go back and play those because uh, I still haven't played them yet but I bought them super cheap recently mm-hmm. uh, and I think I'm gonna want to go and play those because they just this new one looks looks good and I'm glad finally that this isn't an Xbox timed exclusive. So we, I have to wait a year to play it on PS4. Like it's finally coming out all at the same time, uh, and I just I'm super impressed by it. I think it looks amazing. What did you guys think of the trailer? I mean, I've won 100 percent of the last two games, so I'm down for this one. Yeah, these two Ra- the new Tomb Raiders are great. So I haven't played the second one, but I played enjoyed the first one, and I watched a bunch of the second one. But they did actually announce another game. They announced that new platinum game. At the square one. Yeah. What was the new Platinum game? It's called Babylon's Fall. No. Oh, yeah. Platinum oh, that's Wii right. Was it? Platinum made Ubisoft. Uh, Bayonetta of Anguish and Nier. Uh, that's at the Ubisoft conference. Yeah, that was the Ubisoft conference. But it's Square. 
Oh, yeah, but they, they didn't announce that the square. Uh, I'm just looking at it, everything that's square announced. Yeah, they didn't show... Uh, they did, no, maybe that was square. Was it? Yeah. I mean, they didn't show much. They just showed that it was like a fantasy game. Right, and they showed it's coming out, but yeah. Platinum makes good games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the kind of thing where I was, I was watching, I was like, what's this going to be? I was expecting it to be something like a Final Fantasy, you know, um, 16 or whatever. Right. You know, I was expecting that, and then they were like, Platinum, and I was like, "Wait, what? Platinum?" Yeah, and now I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, now I'm fully intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I, they didn't show much. They just showed that like uh, a flyover thing, like the Elder Scrolls type thing. But if you put platinum on it, I'm gonna get intrigued. I mean, yeah, platinum and from software, like you know, putting names on things that I wouldn't normally be interested in. If it's a developer I like, then I'm starting to be interested. Yeah, I was. Um... Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, that wasn't on this article that I had here, so I'm sorry that I missed that. Uh, it looks cool. I like the setting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I it need... looks like it might be like four-player co-op, because was it like four people like walking up to the big door at the end of it? Something yeah. like that. Like They definitely tease some some kind of element like that. Mm. Um, honestly, but it's too early to know. Yeah. But uh, whatever, it, I, I want to see more. Yeah. Uh, one thing that also like wasn't at their conference, which I wanted to see more from, no Marvel stuff, no Avengers game, yeah, no nothing. And so I'm I'm over two on things I really wanted to see at big <laughs> third party conferences and got none of. Uh, and I was really bummed because like they put out that teaser that announced the game where it was just like the flyover of all the like characters like you know shields and Iron Man repulsors and stuff like that. Uh, and then it's been radio silence since, which I'm fine with. Like if the game's not ready and it's far out. Don't give me little tidbits every year. Like I get that, but I was I was hoping it was closer than maybe it actually is. So I was kind of bummed not to see it. Um, so hopefully I'll have to hold out hope that maybe it, maybe they'll pull something for a Comic Con. You know, like hey, this we're doing a panel at Comic Con, or we've got this announcement because it's Comic Con time. So I mean, it's not exactly the end all be all that it's it's not farther along, but right. still bummed about it. Uh, but yeah, that was Square's conference. Let's see. Next up was Ubisoft. So again, this is not in any kind of order. So I guess we can just start with what was the big game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey got fully uh, revealed and announced and all that. Uh, they did make a joke off the top that what we have to show you today uh, is is better than a keychain, which I thought was, <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, but Joe, you're the big Assassin's Creed person. What did you think of Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Like you know, it's one of those ones where, like, you know, we knew it was coming. We, I, I like, I know it's coming. I knew the setting. I kind of, I was just like, yeah, that looks like Assassin's Creed, like, good. Uh, you know, I, it was hard to get like excited for it because I was just like, yeah, I, I know what it is. You know, but I mean, uh, Origins was my game of the year last year, so I'm fully expecting to be like really into this one uh, once it comes out. Also, but. It is an Assassin's Creed game, like except for the year before. We get one every year, so it's not like I was, you know, Surprised. shocked. And all. Yeah. The, the, there were so many things in this. Like when you look back at this, comp, like all of the conference, there were so many things that were like new and unexpected. And I was like, oh my god, this looks really awesome. This is something. So a lot of the things that like I knew I was going to be excited for, anyways, I just kind of went like, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, it didn't turn me off to it. No, no. In no way was I like, oh, this one just looks, you know, like Assassin's Creed. I was just like, oh, yeah, it looks like Assassin's Creed. Cool. Yeah. It's going to be good. You know? I'm not going to be like, yay, another Assassin's uh, yeah, Creed. Yeah, a thing I already knew. Let me get excited again. <laughs> yeah, a thing again. I knew it was coming and I knew what it was going to be. Like, yeah. yeah. I walked away going, like, it looks pretty. 
but you can play as a guy or a girl this That's time. That's true. This is the first Even in the series. You could do that before. No, but this is you <laughs> pick one at the beginning and you play them the, the whole way through. As opposed to the other ones where you're switching back and forth or you're playing some missions I mean, you could play one. through the whole game as one or the other if you wanted to. But this is the only one where it's like you're set. In. Yeah. Like you can't. Like there are no specialty missions that the other person can do that you can or things like that. Um, and, you know, I, I saw a big thing on the internet as everyone was super excited that like you could you could ascend, like you can romance people to a certain extent and you could do it as the guy or the girl and you could pick the same character so like you know you can be gay in the game which is a big thing obviously for for people so i saw a lot of positive mass effect's Rome. been doing that though say what mass effect's been doing that for a long yeah, time yeah but this is more of like this is a this is just another game that. this is another game that you can do it in and yeah. obviously the more representation the better well, um, the only thing is the uh, the romans they went young they're not they're not romans they're greek the Greeks went young. <laughs> <laughs> also, Spartans and stuff. They yeah. went young. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know. Obviously, sex, they're not going so. that route yeah. here, Joe. Um, but there's also dialogue choices, which they say will impact things, which is a, a first for the series as well. Did you see the, like, did you watch the dialogue like, of them actually talking, though? I was hoping it would be more like Mass Effect style, where, like, there's no long pause while you choose what you're doing. Yeah. But it was just like, there's your three options. Let me think about them. And so, like, you're just staring at each other. <laughs> like, yeah. Not very conversationally, but more of just a choice. Yeah, how much fun you have in something like that will depend on how quickly your reading is. Yes. <laughs> and how quickly you can press uh, what you want. But yeah, I think it, it looks really awesome. Uh, ship stuff is back. So there's more. There's, there was ship stuff in the last one. Yeah, but like they're continuing to put in the best feature that they've ever added to Assassin's Creed over and over again, and it fits yeah. and it makes sense, which is good. Yeah, the, I mean, the only thing was like, I like the ship stuff because it was pirates. Yeah. I don't really care about like the. Um, I forget the term for those ships, what they're called. Um, but boats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're I called boats. But like, I it, like it was the pirates that made it interesting. Like this one, I have a feeling I'm going to be more like because even the boat parts in um, Origins, I was just like, can we get these over with? Like, I just want to get back to the other stuff because I mean, I'd rather be a pirate than like just right on... an, an Egyptian pirate. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about pirate stuff very shortly mm-hmm. um Arc. so the next thing i ha- have on this list is a uh, new beyond good and evil 2 trailer it was all cinematics uh i didn't play beyond good and evil i know people are really clamoring for it it's a prequel uh, which i didn't think i knew beforehand no me neither didn't they announce this game like seven years ago um it's yes. one of those things that's always constantly was getting announced like every year they it was one of those like things where like no we're totally dude. working it on was another a, one. yeah it was a joke for a while and then i think last year in earnest they were like no but for real guys it's here's here, a trailer it's real it's a thing uh some people are still worried that it's a next gen game <laughs> like that it's not even going to come out on this you know this generation but I mean, the cinematic trailer looked really good like the visuals in the trailer looked awesome but it was uh um, i just don't care about they showed off games. some gameplay, but it was pre-alpha, and like it didn't really give you a sense of what. You know. And like I, I, I remember the it didn't zoom in on it. Yeah, like it, st- it stayed on like pointing the camera point at the stage. Yeah, like normally when you do that, like it becomes the 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 screen which yeah, is being shown on screen. Whereas that was like it was still the people standing on stage stage talking while the gameplay was in the background behind them. Yeah, and that made me kind of go like, oh, they don't want us to get like a good look at. Well, because it's pre-alpha. Yeah, it's yeah, very early on, which isn't, is fine. Isn't this a Tim Schafer game? No. no, 
I thought the Beyond Kingdom, the first one was... Take- no, it was just Ubisoft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the big takeaway, though, like, because obviously they didn't really show a lot, but the big takeaway of this was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt made the first uh, celebrity cameo of the press conference, uh, which oh, Ubisoft should, is always known for that. We should also mention the dance number, the Just Dance 2019 oh, dance yeah, number. yeah, that was later in this list. And yeah, that that's how like, it that was started. For, yeah, yeah, that's how the it was thing weird. started. But I, and like, I was just like... It's one of those things where every year that happens, yeah. and every year I block it out of my head, yeah. So that when it happens again, I just die a little inside. Yeah, there's a di- giant dancing panda bear, and they were playing popular songs with a marching band with like a uh, lot of people in crazy colorful costumes. Yeah, you don't need to show me Just Dance at E3. We know it exists. Yeah, the people I, that buy it buy it. Yeah, and I guess it's still. <laughs> I guess the the reason they probably do it is just because it's meme worthy, maybe, and that it gets the internet talking about their conference and in those articles about how goofy that was. It then probably links to, but don't miss all the big announcements from Ubisoft, like Assassin's Creed and Beyond Good and Evil Two and all these other things. So like, it gets people talking about the conference, even though like it's jokey and they know it. Um, and there were some other really jokey things that happened uh, in this one, too. Uh, I think Ubisoft just kind of wants to get people talking about them, so they put in the ridiculous things. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, I'm just glad Aisha Tyler wasn't there this year. She wasn't there last year, either. I'm just glad that she's not there again. Yeah, yeah she's not a good host. No, um, it's always just so awkward. But, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt made a surprise appearance to announce that uh, Hit Record, the company that he founded, uh, which is basically all about artistic collaboration, is... Um, providing assets and music for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, I think this is a really cool thing. I really like Hit Record. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, like I the don't know I- anything about it. Um, they had a TV show a little a little while ago where it was basically it, – what it is is anybody that does anything artistic, writers, painters, animators, cartoonists, musicians, everything like that, will basically submit things as a collaborative effort to then create something wholly new. Um, and so I saw a lot of backlash from this, mostly because it wasn't given the proper time to fully explain both A, what they're asking for, and B, what Hit Record really does. They're just like, yeah, we're, we want you to make the music. And they're like, well, that just seems weird. Like you're just going to have all these people make a bunch of free music and then you're just going to pick one at random. And that's not what this is. Like it's not a contest. It's not a you submit a piece of music and we take it. You submit a piece of artwork and we take it. It's a like it's a fully thing where people get paid for their work. Uh, people, you know, will provide a guitar line while someone else provides a drum. So like, it's a, it's a true collaboration and not just like a, you give us a thing, like you give us a different thing. It's, it's like, it's collaborative. People get paid. It's not a way of circumventing the rules or anything like that. Uh, But I think they just didn't do a good job of showing it off at the conference, which was kind of a bummer. Uh, But I really like hit recording. I think this is a cool thing. Uh, to do in the video game industry if we can get you know people who love games that don't necessarily have a foot in the door and give them a foot in the door then i think that's pretty cool i don't know yeah i've i've watched the show i didn't watch all of it but like i've seen episodes before before and i enjoyed like i mean it's just it's creative people being creative and getting an outlet for it that they wouldn't normally have before yeah just cool and it's somebody who's like maybe a really good animator but doesn't have any voice actor friends right or doesn't have any musician friends and so he wants to create a project but he can't because he doesn't have all the pieces and it's just an online platform that helps people do that and i think that's that's a really cool thing for artists uh to be able to collaborate even if they necessarily can't like it's a good use of the internet when there are so many bad uses for the internet well and this is the next step gaming yeah so we'll see what this what comes out of it. I mean, uh, I've seen Joseph Gordon-Levitt's been doing a lot of spinning, 
to be like, no, all those things that you took away aren't correct. Like, here's the facts. Sorry, they only gave us two minutes to really explain this project. Um, and people are just like took that and ran with it in a negative connotation. So hopefully it's a good thing for games. It's a good thing for the artists. But I guess it'll remain to be seen if and when Beyond Good and Evil 2 uh, comes out. Uh, next up, we have the Division 2. Got new trailers. They announced raids. Eight players can can play together and do raids and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not a division player. You guys are, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You guys have your own little division. Yes. What do you guys think about Division 2 being shown off? It looks good. Um, it's one of those things where uh we've been through this before with division yeah we're like i'm i'm watching this trailer going like okay this looks good but there's a healthy amount of skepticism because they've shown trailers before and then the game turns out completely different especially with the division yeah. and then of course it had like the incredibly cringy in yeah it had like the incredibly cringy like fake you know, like players co-op yeah no no like the the like fake like, banter hey guys like are you ready to go out there and do this mission like i need to get up a level really bad yeah like oh terrible. yeah like we got to go find like blah 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 they're over there what are you doing down in that hole i don't know how i got down here like should have got writers from hit record to script that yeah instead it's <laughs> better people because whoever so, did it so bad. Like, you know, I'm watching it kind of going like, yeah, okay, I get it. But I, I'm confident that the final product is going to be good because the division was good. So, I mean, if if it turns out like the stuff they showed off, okay, cool. But I know I'm going to have fun with the game anyways. Add a melee button. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw like other stuff afterwards that there was more like extended gameplay stuff. And um, the actual like gameplay stuff that I saw later on does just look like a really good game. Mm. Like, I like the new setting. Like, I like how... Um, it's not dark and dingy anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I like how it's, like, bright and stuff now. Uh, it's all, it looks like it's a lot more open because, you know, uh, DC isn't as, like, cluttered as New York is. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more, like, big open areas and stuff. So I'm I'm excited. Like, I think it's going to be good. Uh, the, the, like, the eight-player co-op stuff sounds cool and all, but I'm not going to have eight people together to play. Yeah, we, we have four, usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I know I'm down. Like, I was already down the minute I, like, finished Division 1. I was like, I can't wait for the sequel. So yeah. I'm get, just getting what I wanted. Nice. Uh, let's see. All right, so Joe, Pirates, Skull and Bones cinematic trailer. Uh it shows off more boat stuff, and it makes it seem like it's only boat stuff, which I don't really like for a pirate game. I want originally they announced when they showed off Skull and Bones last year that it was going to be entirely boat. Like it's just a, it's basically just competitive boat game. Yeah, it's, it's for honor with boats. Like it's just like you go and you got the boats. This one actually it showed like there's a little non-boat stuff because it was like started off with them talking about like their pirate base. Yeah, you had and your it showed base like the guy walking island. around the base, like walking up to people and talking to people. Yeah, but I wonder what you do if it's just I think your it's secret just pirate. I- yeah, your secret pirate island. And That's just where you go to like upgrade your boat and like you know plan whatever blah 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 that you're doing. It, yeah, or uh, get missions for the. Yeah. single player or whatever like assassin's creed black flag was fun because you had the really cool boat stuff but then you also could go and play assassin's creed yeah but also like you could be pirates exist on the land too like they go and they loot you know stores and they do Raid pirate stuff yeah they stuff. do pirate stuff uh so being a pirate is more than being a boat guy uh, and so i so I'm if it is, is just straight boat stuff, it just doesn't seem like it's... It seems like it's going to be For Honor. You're going to be like, okay, this is fun for a little bit, and now I'm done. Yeah. 
Seems like they really missed the boat on this one. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. I, li- I like the silence after that. <laughs> I know. That That's good. why I let it. That's why I let um, it go. But it, is it going to beat Sea of Thieves for you, Joe? I mean, anything probably beats At least Sea, sea of Thieves. You can get off the boat. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and this one I don't think is Koa. I feel like you control the whole boat thing. Yeah, you're just controlling your boat. Yeah, it's not and, like it's... And it's, you're playing with your friends who are pli- piloting their other own boat. So you're not even pirates. You're a boat. Yeah. It's like an Armada <laughs> game. Yeah. It's boat simulator. Yeah. It's pirate sim. Boat simulator. Yeah. So it just... I'm. Whew, it's, it's something that, like, when originally it was announced, I was like, oh, and then I realized what it was, and I went, oh. It's weird. If, like, if you took Sea of Thieves and put it and made it look like this <laughs> and maybe added some of this boat stuff, that you'd have a really awesome pirate game. But yeah, put the them fact both that together. they're two separate things, both kind of uh, yeah. are missed opportunities. Like, I was already like, okay, Sea of Thieves looks like a good idea, but there's not enough content. And then they said, okay, but what if we take away more content? <laughs> what if we got rid of even more stuff though we'll make it look a lot better but yeah. there's just going to be so much less to do all the less because stuff. at least in like sea of thieves the four player boat stuff was fun like yeah. even that you're like with your buddies on the boat going like you man the cannons i'll get in the crow's nest you man the like the sail what are you doing in that hole <laughs> i gotta level up <laughs> so yeah yeah, it, this game hasn't sold me in the no. two the two showings it has. I mean, there's, there's a there's going to be a beta. I'll give it a try and hope same. that it's a lot better than what I think it is. But as of right now, super low expectations. Uh, For Honor: Marching Fire, a new expansion for For Honor. Looks People like it adds. Play this? Uh, I don't Apparently know if they still they play do. it, but I it's think always in still the bargain a really bins. active community for it. Huh. But they're adding China. Yeah, so a new Chinese like, warriors new, and stuff. Uh, division or yep. whatever. Is that enough to get you back to For Honor? I you know I liked For Honor, but like I said, like you play it for a little while, and you're like, this is a good idea. Like I like how they did this. This is fun, and then it just gets boring. It's on sale super cheap right now, and I just keep thinking, like, man, do I want to? Like, it's only like seventeen bucks, but do I will I ever really play it? And the answer is probably no. So I it's always it. on sale though. Yeah, that yeah that too. But this is the cheapest I've ever seen it. Where it's like, oh, it's right in that sweet spot of a game where I feel like I could get some fun out of it. Like, I can get $20 worth of fun out of this game. Like, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then I'm still like, no, I I don't think I will, though. I liked it when I played it for that, like, free weekend that they had or in the beta or whatever it was. But I can't imagine playing it long term. I mean, this the the Chinese stuff looks cool, but I don't think that's not enough to to pull me in, I don't think. Especially with so many other games that Mm -hmm. I need to play and so many games on the horizon that are there good and just, just no time. Um, all right, uh, here we got the thing that uh, John got confused about before. Starlink Battle for Atlas got a new uh, trailer and announced that Star Fox is getting a tie-in. So clearly the Ubisoft-Nintendo uh, partnership is going well enough that they uh, were able to add this. It's gonna. It, this is the Toys to Game, the Toys to Life ship game that I honestly completely forgot about until the, they showed the trailer for it. Uh, Toys to Life is kind of died. Yeah, it's a it's a brave uh, step to make a Toys to Life game just after the Toys to Life fad completely crashed in. Well, is our Amiibo still a thing though? They are, but they're not really Toys Those to Life. Those are more of a collectible thing at this. point. I think that's what they're trying to do though. Yeah, but it, and the then thing they with have Amiibos the, is they're popular characters, and this is they're just generic looking spaceships. They have the PlayStation ones too. Whatever those fake Japanese name was for those. Oh, uh, toy. Toitaku or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Totaku, I think. Yeah, Totaku, something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, the game looks fun. I just, I don't. I hope I don't need to buy a million ships to have fun with it, though. We just went to Toys R Us recently, and they were selling 
the Skylander stuff for seventeen cents. Yeah. <laughs> just because, yeah, it's all the leftover crap. But still, you, they were you could buy boxes had, of ten of them for yeah, five dollars. Literally, just had the unopened like crates, crates <laughs> of them sitting there with just a price tag on the crate saying, "Just please take these away." From yeah, us. <laughs> just trying to get rid of them. Um, I mean, it looks like a fun little like space game, but again, if it's well, if I don't buy all the I ships, think the thing I don't that care. one that this one is supposed to be interesting is isn't this the one where you can build the ship? Like you buy the parts and then you assemble them. I don't think so. I think you just buy the ship. Uh, I thought you like actually assembled the ship, and then the ship you built appears in the game. Maybe. I mean, that's more fun, I guess. Uh, but one thing they did announce with the Star Fox tie-in is that you can play the whole game as Star Fox. Mm-hmm. So this is essentially a new Star Fox game if you want it to be, and which intrigues have, like, me way more than the regular thing. And they have his R-Wing. Is a, you can buy his R-Wing and play yeah. with that. Yep. Which I guess uh, they were going to make uh, an Amiibo for that and then decided against it and then came out with this, which is nice because it's actually a bigger ship, so it looks cooler. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to have to pay stuff for my game that I already paid my game for. Yeah, like, same. Oh, I, I paid sixty I can't bucks really for this. Considering that I have paid so much for things, yeah, yeah, but I mean that's you. Like. Yeah, I'm assuming I'll be able to buy some kind of Star Fox bundle for the Switch version of the game. But I guess that also means I have to buy the Switch version of the game over the other ones. But I don't know. It could be. I'm fun. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be like a hundred dollar Star Fox. Yeah, because I don't know how much bundle. the ships cost and things like that, but. That intrigues me more that I could just play it as a new Star Fox game than as a generic space game. But I, I know I'll, I'll I'll wait to see more for it. Um, we're getting a new Trials game. We got the guy coming out on a motorcycle and he tripped and fell and broke a podium and it was slapsticky and ridiculous and not at all funny. But he did it anyway. Uh, excited for Trials? I love new trials. trials. Yeah, I played the first one a ton and then I played the second one not as much as I played the first one because it was ridiculously hard, but I enjoy the crap out of those games. So more Trials is always good Trials. And the cell phone game is actually really fun too. Yeah, and I guess uh, one of the big things from this reveal was that they're working with like pro trials players or like popular you know people who to like make new levels and like yeah the really modding g- level or the modding like community for trials is huge yeah they're really going after the the people who are super big trials fans to which help is make awesome. this trials game even better so I, I think that's really cool anytime you can get community involvement from people who probably like the game just as much as the developers if not more uh is probably a good thing for that game so yeah like the trials modding community is probably bigger than like the like um little big planet community like that was a pretty big community at the time people making like full-on games that like weren't doing anything with your motorcycle and stuff just using the trials like physics physics i made a calculator out of trials yeah like there's so to see that again this is kind of like the hit record thing where like these are people who don't have a means to make it into the business are now making it into the business because of the tools that you give them so that's cool and trials is a great game so i'm down yeah um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, uh, Donkey Kong Adventure, the expansion for Mario plus Rabbids, uh, is coming out June 26th. So that got a release date. We knew that was coming, but I don't think we knew uh, the release date for it. So just uh, 10 days away from the time we're recording this. Uh, so pretty soon. Are you excited, Joe, to get back to the world of Mario plus Rabbids? Um, I I like that game a lot, um, but it was a game that like I stopped playing relatively quickly, and it's something that someday I would really like to get back to because I did enjoy it. Did you get um, your copy back from Carrie? Yes. Okay. Yes, she's going to want that back for when uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong comes out because I know she's really excited for yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, like eventually I will be in the mood to play that again, and when I am, I'll be glad that there's an expansion for it. But as of right now, I just kind of like, okay, cool. Did you play any of it? No. 
I'm not a big Rabbits fan. Also, same. wasn't really into the weird strategy guns thing, so... Mm. Yeah, you're not an XCOM person? No. I Like, I like some strategy games. Like, we were talking about last uh, week. Some of them are cool. Like, and, like, I enjoy some of them, but just this didn't look fun to me for some reason. It's yeah. too goofy, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we got a new VR horror game, Transference, uh, from Elijah Wood, who I don't realize that he made games. I guess this, this, like his first this might be, this might be his the first one, but I didn't know he owned his own company either. So I, I like I missed the boat on Elijah Wood becoming a, a creator of things. I guess they have Has movies. Has he been doing a lot recently? They have movies and TV shows and stuff, but I, 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 I can't remember the last movie I saw him in. Oh, I don't know about him, but like, but the fact is that like a person that you know is an actor, all of a sudden having a production company that's putting out things and you didn't know that is usually like I was surprised. I was like, wait, Elijah Wood makes things? I thought he was just in things. He was in that movie with the porn star. <laughs> sure, where, where he like uh, was like a commanding her through her laptop and stuff and telling her like what to do. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was a movie. It wasn't bad, but I mean, it wasn't great. That's the I last thing that, I can remember. I remember that first-person horror movie one that he was in. What? Where he was like the serial killer, and it was all from his perspective. His first person. Oh, yeah. That movie was actually pretty good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, Transference. It's just uh, it looks like another first-person horror game in VR, which, I mean, cool, I guess. They all yeah. look kind of like If you're the into same. it, sure. Yeah. Again, don't like being scared. Not a fan. Yes. Uh, and then a couple of quick things uh, that we don't really need to talk about, but the Crew 2 is getting an open beta. Uh, that's coming next weekend, so the 21st, uh, for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. You guys excited for Crew 2? No. Nope. Uh, Just Dance 2019 we already talked about. Stoked. We knew it was coming. It's coming in October. Can't wait to uh, And then a Rainbow Six Siege tournament got announced, um, and they announced that Rainbow Six Siege has had over 35 million players. I love game that started crazy. It started very slow and then blossomed to 35 million. I remember players. people hated it when it originally came. Yeah, I watched I a like 15 minute like retrospective on that game and how like it started off being like the worst thing ever and yeah, it they slowly yeah, just won it in the and yeah. like slowly has just won over its fans by doing good development. And yep. like I mean I never played it at launch. I only played it in like what last year. I I enjoy the shit I bought out of it. it at launch originally and like traded it in right away because I was like, well, this isn't Rainbow Six. Where's the story mode? Like, yeah. Yeah. where's the like terrorist hunt and you know shit like that? Um, and just being like, oh, this sucks. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, me and you, we played the shit out of it. Yeah, like you know, a couple months ago, we were playing it every single day. So uh, always more stuff is good, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And so they just announced a couple of tournaments and things like that for their players. But still, they had a showing there, and that was that was nice. And they continue to support that game, and it seems like they'll be doing so for quite some time. Did they announce like the new characters also? I think like, uh, the two new operators. I think so. Probably. I don't. Re- I don't have. I haven't, I don't I haven't played them since them. Outbreak. So yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was it for Ubisoft. So it's time for what was, I think, a controversial press conference uh, in Sony uh, because Sony elected to do things a bit differently, and I think it kind of bit them in the ass. Oh, it definitely did. Um, so <laughs> The first half of this conference was a train wreck. But it started See, with our favorite a, thing. I don't think it was a train What? It started with our favorite thing. A musical, a musical performance. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like, Some dude playing a banjo. But see, I kind of like those just because it fits within the setting of the game. Like, Andrew WK playing doesn't fit within the setting of Rage because Rage doesn't look like you'd have a rock band inside of it. Like, this is a oh, dude. I mean, um, 
Fury Road, like dude playing a guitar while like riding on a car that's just a giant speakers and stuff. Yeah, I guess. But like, heavy metal has always been a part of that kind of dust punk or whatever. But you the were hell saying you would like dust punk, dust punk. You were saying like people who you know were just piecing out at that moment. Uh, Tyler and I were texting, and I was like, "Are you gonna watch it?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." The second the dude started playing the banjo, he's like, "I just turned it off." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I don't have patience for this." And I was like, "Well, it's a full-on song, so you know, you want to come back?" Yeah, after it went the on five a little minutes? too long because, like, they did it before, where it's like the orchestra plays the opening fanfare to "God of War," and the curtains raise, and a trailer starts. No, this guy he, he came played... out and talked about stuff. He said, "You know, this is gonna be an experience," and then he's like, "And then here's some Spanish guy," and he came out and played a very long, slow song on a banjo. Yeah, which I like banjos. I think they're. Uh, I, I also like banjos, um, but. It, it, it was a to tough. To play the banjo. It was a tough way to start the show, because it took a really long time to get to anything. And basically, what they did, they built a church. If you didn't see it, they built like a church setting in you know in Los Angeles. Had everybody there, uh, and then the guy played the banjo, and then they cut to a trailer of Last of Us that takes place in the same church. So like, yeah. really immersive, really cool for the people there. Not so much for the people watching at home necessarily. Um, uh, but that trailer was phenomenal. That like, was intense. That trailer was so good. I am so excited. Like, I'm a thousand percent more excited for Last of Us 2 than I was before. This is one of those ones where, like, I knew it was coming and I was never really that excited for it because I was like, it's going to be good. I don't need to get hyped. It's just going to be a good game. I don't have to worry about that. And then I watched this and I was like, fuck, man, I cannot wait to play this game. This game looks so fucking cool. It was also came out swinging with this is like, this conference is not for like kids oh like, yeah a lot of these kind of like you know i mean sony games there's there's really mature games and, that are being announced but like they're not very mature but like she's like swearing up a storm and like yeah. she's like you know when the first thing you see when throats. it cuts, yeah when the first thing you see when it cuts from that church is her slicing a dude's throat and he you can like hear him going yeah oh, and yeah. like that's that's intense uh, but like to your point, like Assassin's Creed is a maturity game, and that gets shown off, and you don't see all of the yeah, craziness you don't see of shit it. like that. No, but this was like leaning super heavy into the violence, which a lot of people weren't a fan of. I, it's the game. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. Well, like, I, it dude, the last trailer was the one from last year's E3 was even more violent. That was one where it was like the person being hung, and then yeah. like. Uh, more brutalization and stuff. Well, yeah, that had this like the guy being hanged and he was like begging for his life, and then like the guy cut open his stomach and pulled out his entrails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, not for kids. I could have done without like the ten minute Degrassi episode beforehand. Oh, I mean that's it I, went I, on I, way too long. <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind that just because uh, it really you kind of you need to give a sense of where the characters are in this gritty because if you just showed all the violent stuff you'd be like okay it's a violent game or whatever there's I'm not really getting a sense of character development but at least with the be like the bookend parts of the dance in the church it gives you a sense of what this world is kind of like when it's not you know thing being is, hunted but, by like, the bad guys or being hunted by the you know creatures or whatever I mean. And so um, I kind of like that. Like, I understand it probably went on a little too long for something like this, but I like that it's. it seems like that's going to be an element of the game more so than it may have been for the first one. I, it's just, it doesn't feel like that was something that was set up in the other games. Did like, you play the DLC? No, no, not that stuff. I'm talking about how, like, they're, like, just at a party. And I was like, isn't it like the apocalypse? Like, everything else I had seen of the world was, like, very ramshackle, like, you know, end-of-the-world survivor stuff. And then here they are just, like, at a... No, but they had cities in The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah but I think they were like... This is them rebuilding, though. 
Yeah, possibly. We don't know how long time has been by, but like she's the, grown the up city, quite a bit. Well, the city stuff, like from the first one, was like oppressive. You know, yeah, government. Like you know, the, they talked about like people walking around with guns, saying like "get back in line" kind of thing. Yeah, and then like when you go to the city in the first, like the the like outpost city that uh, Joel's brother is at in the first game, like it still looks like end of the world, you know, yeah. sur- a zombie apocalypse survivor thing. Yeah. So then they're just like at a party, like, hey guys, like we're just chilling at this party. I was kind of like, wait, where is this world? Like, where is this happening in the yeah, game? Yeah, but they're just in like a tent church, which yeah. could, like could be set up in the middle of nowhere in the woods, you know. They've like, clearly set this up in E3, you know, two days in advance. So true. Maybe they could do this, you know, yeah. same, same well, I mean, church. They and- set the, that part of the game up though. No, but he's no, saying, saying like, like they recreated in the, real life. They made this church in, in two a days. in a fast fashion. Oh, I'm not they talking can do about this in, in, in the I'm game. not the, talking about the presentation. I'm no, I'm I'm, I'm, no, I'm comparing he, oh, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. real life. He's saying, he's saying if they can do it in real life in a day and a half, then you could do it in the game in the middle of the woods over a course of months or whatever. Yeah, um, that's all. Like I, I got. I, yeah, I got you. I thank you. <laughs> um, but no, I thought I thought this was a dynamite way to kick this thing off, and like the. You know, the, I thought them being in the church in real life, that was cool. It was very immersive. And then they went, just kidding, we're going to move you. Uh, yeah, and that's we're going to move everybody got... to another arena. And when they did that, they cut to just people sitting at a table. and they On talked the street, about, nonetheless. And they talked about what we just saw. And like, okay, that's fine. It, it was just a weird breakup of it. And they did announce some stuff in that time. But it wasn't anything impactful. They just showed and it just... like a montage of stuff really quick, and they kept cutting back to them and them being like, "All right, we're almost ready. Like any any second now." And then like, because well, you have to move a whole room full of people into another room, no, and that takes time. It definitely seemed like something went wrong because they kept cutting back and then being like, you know, it definitely seemed like it was only supposed to take like five minutes, and then it took well, fifteen. Well, when it you ended, don't know they how quickly sh- you can get people moving. So I think it's just a. Hey, we're we're all, we're almost ready. People are getting settled in their seats because when they on the walk from one thing to the other, and they didn't really show this at the time, but I saw yeah, it, they I showed saw it, it afterwards. Is that they were walking past another immersive experience where they were walking from this church to a, like a feudal Japan type like garden to get into the next game, which was Ghost of Tsushima. So it was they were like moving them along through another immersive experience, which. You know, kind of annoying if you're there and you're the the people covering it, but also maybe kind of cool if you're into that kind of like you know Disney immersive kind of thing where it's like you're it's like you're living in the game. Which sure, but most of their like viewers are not there. No, exactly. So it it, it was a tough thing to E3 watch. E3 is for the people watching at home. Well, I, it's mostly for the people doing the coverage of it. Which I mean, like in, what, in we, reality, what we get out of there's, it. 50 people in the arena and there's, oh, there's a way million. More than that. Well, whatever. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. 200 no, people in the that. arena and there's a million people watching at home. Yeah. Um, but I think also it was, it was weird. Cause like you expect these people just to get up and move, but a lot of them probably have laptops and tablets and bags and things that they have. Cause they're live blogging and all these different things. So it's probably, it was just a weird, it was a weird way to do it. Like I'm all for trying new things at E3, but you have to know that this is not going to go well. Like you have to know that this is going to, like put an absolute dead halt to your conference and people are either going to leave like Tyler did, which obviously he didn't even make it that far, or they're just going to be like weird and put off by it. And there's only so much like you want to carry over from announcement to announcement of excitement, not 
like have a really awesome first trailer and then dead everything else. Well, they also preloaded this with him coming out and saying that they're not going to be showing off a million new games, that they're only going to dive into five games. Yeah. So that's Tyler was already checked out at that moment, and then when the banjo dude came out, he's like, "Nah, I'm gone." Well, I know uh, they said they would focus on that. I was still hoping there'd be some announcements, me or too. some things, and if they were true to their word, they just basically talked about those. Um, but so then yeah, they get just, to the next place, really weird. and we get so, another it, musical way, interlude. It took it took him thirty minutes. It didn't take him thirty minutes. The no, conference it was, it was it was like twenty eight minutes by the time they got to the second game. Yeah, we kind of have a twenty minutes we into the conference back and forth. Though. Like not, it didn't take twenty minutes of pause because the thing, no, the whole thing like was from, only an hour. From the, there was twenty eight minutes to, from the start to the point where they yeah. got to the second thing. So they, in the first twenty eight minutes of the conference, they only showed off the last one of game. Us. Yeah, and like at this point, me and John were texting each other, going like, "What the fuck is going on? Like we're half an hour into this conference and they showed one game." Yeah, so it was. So it was just like, what the fuck? Who who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, I like like I said, I'm all for trying new things, but it, they had to have known that was going to be bad. But then they get to the next place, and we get a flute interlude. Yeah, that too. That didn't help. Either. I was in the bathroom. But so. first, uh, they did announce, like I said, the From Software VR game. Joe, you're a big From Software fan. No, that came at the end of it. No, it didn't. That was the that was the thing they announced in like at the desk. No, they announced that Call of Duty would be free at the desk. Oh, that's right. They yeah. did do that. They announced like the uh, Call Black of Duty, Ops 3. Black Ops 3, Black Ops 2 DLC, and yeah. then that Black Ops 3 would be free. The From Software thing was, it was after. At the, it was actually after Because Joe conference. missed it. What was the... Oh, maybe that's why. Because I know they did it at the desk. Yeah, they, it was at the very end. Because was, Joe was like, I stopped watching it. I was like, you didn't miss it. Yeah, John texted me after it and said like, oh, they're announcing a From Software game. Hmm. But the next game they talk about is uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which was looks fucking awesome. And it's by Sucker Punch. Yeah. yeah. So we get, we have a American team making a very Japanese game, which I think is interesting, but also super cool. Yeah. Because we know that Sucker Punch makes awesome games. Yeah. And it looked beautiful, like the the fight scene in the trailer where they're like amongst the petals on the ground. And it's yeah. like sunset. Looks so cool. It was uh, leaves. Oh, I thought it was like cherry no, blossoms or something. No, like that. no they were. Yeah. Like, Either way, while, while that was happening, they were dropping leaves in the yeah. arena. No, that was, was that, the Forza thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, me and John once once again, me and John were texting each other while this was happening, and like both of us were like, "Dude, look at like how the fucking leaves like move against their feet. Like you yeah. can see them like brushing against their like feet and stuff as they moved around. And, yeah, like, leaving the trail of where their footprints were in the leaves." In in a way that like I haven't seen that in a game before. You know, normally it's just a you know generic footprint appears where they stand. But uh, I I am super excited for this game. Yeah, I yeah. like Sucker Punch games, and I the Samurais are back. They're 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 real hip right now. Yeah, because we had um, Sekiro at the uh, yeah Shadows Die Twice software, uh, game at the Microsoft conference, and mm-hmm. then we got this one. There's another one coming up. Um, Neo and too. I was playing that other game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no. yeah, I I am one hundred percent down. The, yep. I I would probably say that that was game of the show for me, mm. uh, because I I actually like had to like go back and watch that trailer like two more times afterwards. They showed more of it afterwards as well. Yeah, so it, I fucking fantastic looking. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Sign me out. up. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. I, they didn't give any kind of like release date or release window or anything That's like fine. that. But take your time. Um, but it looks, I assume because it was one of their focused things, it'll probably be a 2019 game. I would think like probably oh, yeah. a fall would, of next I'm not, year. I'm not convinced that that would be out. 
this it's year. Probably a fall of next year, if not spring of 2020, uh, I would think. But it, it still looks super That's cool. Uh, nonetheless. Want them to take your time and make it good. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of people taking their time, Joe, we got our first real look, I believe, at Resident Evil 2 Remake. How are you feeling about that? I'm super pumped. Uh, like, I... I other than Leon looking weird. Yeah, the, the Leon looking weird. The, it, it, actually, a lot of like Claire looked weird. Also, the the character models don't look right. The voice acting is wrong. Like I don't know why he couldn't have gotten the same guy yeah. to voice him from the guy that voiced him in the last couple of games. Um, but I, you know, like I knew that there was a Resident Evil Two remake coming, and part of me was like, I don't know how they're going to do this. Like, are they just going to like do the same controls as the Resident Evil Two and just like upgrade it and make it look better? Is it going to be Resident Evil 4 style? Are they going to go and make it Resident Evil 7 style? And it's just going to be first person? I'm not sure. Um, I, uh, I'm super down. Like, it looks really good. It looks like Resident Evil 5, which is probably uh, my favorite. 4 was my favorite. Um, and this is done in the style of 4. So yeah, like, like 4 oh, so, you, so can you move and shoot? Yes. Yeah, they've updated the controls. So um, that's 5 then. 4, you couldn't move and shoot. Oh, that's true. You had to like plant your feet and then shoot. Oh yeah, yeah they, you like That's why I'm like, saying like five was my favorite because it was more like faster. Like I felt there was more sense of urgency in it. Yeah, yeah, everything I read was basically saying they're taking the controls for four. Yeah. So then I guess you can't move and shoot. No, you can. They showed. I watched more. There was like a twenty minute gameplay. Oh, was like, there walkthrough afterwards um, that they showed off? And yeah, you can definitely do that. Okay. And like, there's a a lot of detail in this one that you didn't get in the other ones. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, like, you've seen this stuff in other games, but I remember like, I was, like, watching the 20-minute gameplay, and the guy had, was, like, going around with a shotgun and shooting the zombies, and, like, it left realistic-looking, like, wounds. You know, it's not just, like, you hit them in a blood splurge yeah. and they go, like, wah. Like, you know, he shoots them in the face, and their face is, like, blown off. Cool. You shoot them in the gut. It leaves a giant hole in their gut kind of thing. Yeah. Like, all the bullets have actual, like, impact to them and, like, weight to them. Um, there's a lot of detail that goes in this one, and I am really, really excited for it. Uh, the it trailer was interesting too, because it started off from the point of view of a mouse. Oh yeah, yeah. I was and like, I was like, man, this is a really dark Ratatouille game. And I was like, yeah. what the hell is this? And then the mouse gets squished, and then a dude hops on, and I'm like, oh, it's another zombie game. And I was like, but those kind of look like Resident Evil zombies. And then it cuts to Leon, and then I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you could hear the roar of the crowd when that happened. Yeah, too. everyone was super pumped for it. Um, yeah, it it looked amazing. I was I was surprised. Like I I think we knew it was coming. At least I no, they they I wasn't sure if I did or not because I'm not yeah, like super it, involved in Resident Evil. But you had said like, oh yeah, I knew it was coming. But no, yeah, this is something it. that has been in the works for a while. They've yeah. been talking about it for a while. There have been like updates, but this is the first time we've actually like shown anything seen stuff. I yeah. think they've shown off like background arts and assets and stuff. But yeah. this is the first time we actually like got a look at it, and it's everything I wanted it to be. Like, I've been waiting for them to remake this game for how long has it been since, like, Resident Evil 2 came out? 18 years, probably? Yeah, PS1. So I've been waiting a long time for this, and I am I got what I wanted out of it. I think it's 20 years. I think it was 1998. Yeah, probably, actually. Yeah, I think... Or was that the like, first one? No, I think the first one was 96. I'm looking it up right now, because I was reading an article about it. Google, Google. Google's Resident Evil 2, January 21st, 1998. Wow. All right. 20 years. And yeah. I mean, I've played I've played Resident Evil 2 like every other year since then. Like I still go back and play it every once in a while. Um and and like Resident Evil 4, so now I'm getting like those two games together. Like yeah. fuck yeah. 
Yeah. It's a shame they won't make the 20th anniversary, though, because it's coming out January 25th, 2019. Oh, darn. Yeah, but still, not that far away. So get excited, get hyped. All right, uh, we skipped something over on this list, and so I guess we'll just talk about it now, despite the fact that none of us are excited or care one iota about this game. Death Stranding got another trailer that was full of weirdness and babies and uh, goo. And and gameplay, quote, unquote. Hill climbing. (laughs) I mean, at the very least, there was gameplay. I mean, it wasn't entirely engrossing or giving you a sense at all of what this game is, but at least they showed more than a cinematic trailer, which I guess I'll give them credit for. Uh, But I just don't care about this game and I, I can't keep reading the articles of I have a million more questions now I'm like and that makes me excited or I have no idea what's going on but I love it it's like no do you I'm, though I'm just mad at this game now <laughs> I'm not even sure it's a game yet did like, you see that people like, were trying to connect this in PT now where uh, there's like paintings that are in PT that are directly pulled from like screenshots and like video of Death Stranding so they're saying that like the like places from PT were already known to exist, uh, or d- from Death Stranding were already known to exist because of PT. And well, that doesn't surprise me because basically every person involved with PT is involved in this game too. Game right. Del Toro, Kojima, and Norman yeah. Reedus. So it's not that far a stretch. He's probably just taking assets and they they're probably like more Easter like, hey, eggs than they good are. And, like that thing that was in PT looked good. Let's yeah. put that in there. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like people are like saying, like, oh, this is the new ARG we wanted. I'm like, no, these are that's that's nothing. No, yeah, it's they're Easter eggs, if if anything. Um, but yeah, it just showed off more weird costumes and more of the like flicky like robot arm fueled by a fetus. Yeah, the baby's there for some reason. It's in it's in the goo. baby is something. I remember reading about this from the other one, the um, Redis fetus. Well, it's the kind of thing where like if you die. It's like your respawn, like you're then reborn, re, like reborn from it. So like you have. Oh, to it's like in it. Deadpool when he loses like his arm and then he has a baby arm. Yeah, <laughs> or baby legs. Baby legs. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler: If you haven't seen Deadpool two, he has baby legs. He's got baby <laughs> legs. It's funny, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I don't care. Like I, I, even like they're like, hey, here's gameplay, and all it is is Norman Reedus walking around. Yeah. And I was like. God damn it! This like this isn't gameplay. This is just showing off the environment. Like also, what is the game? What is it? Is what's going on? Norman Reedus isn't exactly a great actor. He's not exactly nice to look at. He doesn't really have. How a, dare you? He doesn't have a very good range. He just kind of plays yeah, the plays, same mopey dupe. Like, yeah, he plays in Norman Reedus. Yeah. So okay, that's a video game. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, we can only complain about it so much. I know it's really it's really rough. And watch this game be amazing when it comes out too. I don't know. I, sure, surprise me, but as of right now, I don't get yeah, that's one the thing. Like, iota of If the of game crap. is good, then fine. I have no problem if the game is good. But I'm tired of every time there's a show seeing a new trailer for it and then reading articles that include this line verbatim. No other details were revealed. I just you're you're just showing me you're just showing me smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. I need more to get even a little bit excited about this game. It's just weird to be weird. Yeah, and, and, like, it, and it seems like it's just like something for people to jerk themselves off of to sure. be like like oh you just or don't jail understand themselves. It. We don't know. You know, <laughs> it's not jack them. I said jerk themselves. Off. It, oh, that's it, true. It, <laughs> but that's what the other ones. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same thing. Um, He's being inclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, Joe. Jesus. Yeah, it just seems like it's the, like something for people to be like, "Oh, you just don't get it, man." Like, yeah, I don't because like, you don't understand. Given, you understand Kojima's genius, man. They haven't given me anything to get yet. Yeah, yeah. If this was from anybody else, yeah, 
no one would give a fuck. Right yeah. now, this if this was if this was Bethesda game, everyone would be like, "What the fuck is Todd Howard doing?" No, see, I, th- I think they'd be like, "It's Bethesda, just trust them." Yeah, if this, this was is, like an indie studio, if this people was Ubisoft would be like, or EA, this is terrible. If this was EA, forget it. Oh God, yeah. Could you imagine? They'd burn I'm the just thinking the like ground. the person behind. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to like reaching for like yeah people. If this was in a Cliffy B game, you buy. Oh it. my God, if this was Cliffy B, I would be nobody. Nobody would give two shits yeah. about it. Everyone would be shitting on it. Yeah, exactly. It would be like fun to make fun of how stupid it is. Yeah. Look at where Cliffy B's gone. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I mean, this is what his resort to. Yeah, your name, get, your name recognition can get you so far. Like, I understand that, but it seems very Emperor's New Clothes to me right now, where it's everyone's just like, look at that outfit. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's immaculate, and it's and he's naked. There's nothing there. So right now, there's nothing there, and they're telling me it's grand. So I don't know. Give me details, or I'm going to continue not enjoying or caring about the things that I see from this game. That's a. Uh, I think that's what it boils down to for us. Hmm. All right. Let's see. What do we got? We'll do some smaller things here. Neo 2 got announced, Joe. Yay. Yeah. Once again, year, the year of the samurai. Yep. I um, was surprised by that just because Neo 1 just came out, but. It's already it $20. No, I, I mean, it came out. Like a couple years ago. Yeah. No, it came out last year. Did it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was out for like two years or so now. It's already okay. 20 bucks, so. Uh, but a lot of Sony games actually do that, surprisingly. Yeah, and like third party stuff too. Like Uncharted and Last of Us dropped down to twenty bucks like really quick as well. Well, that's because they get bundled in with systems, so therefore there's more of them out there. It's now like a less likely thing. I never um, played Neo. I heard good things about it, so I'm I want to. I just I haven't gotten around to yeah, it. I mean I have it's fantastic. It's just it's Samurai Dark Souls. Yeah. Like, Which is fine. Yeah. And um uh and this one, like, I did read some more stuff that, you know, it was, this was a very, very quick trailer that showed. It basically was just like, hey, Neo 2 is coming. Yep. Uh, they did talk about how, like, this one has creatable characters, whereas the first game had, like, one set character. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're definitely, like, kind of bringing it more in line with Dark Souls even more this time. Um, which is funny because From Software has their own game coming out, but we still don't know exactly, like, how Dark Soulsy that game is. Yeah. So... Uh, I, either way, I, I'm confident that it's going to be good. It's Team Ninja always makes good stuff. Mm-hmm. Samurai me up. Yeah, yep. and I love the ah, first one. I see what you did there. I love the first one, so I'm down for this one whenever it does come out. Nice. Uh, we got a new game announcement from the developers of the Max Payne series. Uh, it's called Control. Not really much is known, uh, but it's the people who did, was it? Alan Wake and Quantum Break uh-huh. is that them yeah, as Remy, well? Remy Entertainment. Yep. Um, so that's that's a first because I don't think they've put anything on PlayStation since Max Payne. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, Quantum, Quantum Break was an Xbox exclusive. Alan Wake was as well. Alan Wake was an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I remember watching the trailer and like right after it started, I went like, "This is a Remedy game." <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it. I was, I was like, "I was like, yep, this is definitely a Remedy game." I could tell. Yeah, you even instantly. sent me that. <laughs> I was like, I, I could tell instantly. I was like, "This is a Remedy game." Yeah, because it had all kinds of like weird stuff and weird gravity and gravity. Yeah, a just, gimmick of some kind. Yep. Um, I was not a. I played it. Um, I think even like through twice because it was relatively short, but I wasn't a huge fan of Quantum Break. Yeah. It was very, very standard. That was the one where you could like trap people in a time bubble or something. Yeah, it was all about like you could control time. Yeah, you played yeah. as um, uh, Iceman. Yeah, Iceman, and you're trying to find out who murdered um, Kitty Pride, probably. No. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Wait, she's in Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, and her likeness is in uh, the Hobbit. Last of Us. Last yeah. of us. The other Hobbit. Mark Charlie Freeman? from Lost. Charlie, for, I didn't watch Lost. Oh, the uh, yeah, 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 the the guy who could control light. Pippin. Yeah, the guy who controlled light in X Men Origins Wolverine. What? 
right? Is he in Origin? One of them. Yeah, I think so. I don't so. know, Pippin, whatever his name is. Sure. Or uh, Mary. One of the... Something, oh, something. I don't know. That, that, that guy. guy. Not important. That, but that guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows who, I'm talk- know who we're talking about, but... Yeah, I don't know. Third-person action-adventure game. Looks kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm interested in the gimmick and stuff. Um, like I said, Quantum Break wasn't exactly... Like, I played it because it was short. It wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, I Alan Wake, same thing. Like, Alan Wake, I was like, I, I get what they're doing, but it's not exactly a fun game. This is the thing is their games are usually, like, interesting ideas executed poorly. Yeah, they're not fully fleshed out. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's not the same since Max Payne. Mm, so fair. they're like they're trying too hard it seems like to be something they 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 made that one game with the gimmick yeah and afterwards every game has to have a gimmick yeah and not every game needs a gimmick no it's true all right uh so we talked about kingdom hearts 3 enough already they showed off the pirates of the caribbean world uh again more it is what it is yeah more kingdom hearts exclusive console Yep. Uh, we got uh, a VR game from Justin Roiland, the maker, the oh, co-creator yeah. of Rick and Morty. Oh, Called okay. Trover Saves the Universe. Yeah. Didn't like it. No. Nope. It just looks like it's it's Rick and Morty, but not. Yeah. Because his voice is in it. It's a very distinct way of speaking that he has. Yeah, he's, he's doing everything Rick and Morty just without Rick and Morty. Yeah. Which I guess it's fine. It could be a fun little VR game, but it's... I think as you play it, it's going to be one of those things where you're like, ah, I wish this was just another Rick and Morty VR game. Or I wish this and was... meanwhile, I would be thinking, I don't want to be playing a Rick and Morty VR game. The one is out now, uh, and people like it enough, I guess. I think they like it enough where I think Sony bought or Google bought the company that made it. Or Alchemy so... Labs. Yeah, somebody recently. I know we talked about this. I think, somebody it, was, I think it was Sony, yeah. Yeah, it was Sony or Google or one of those was to make VR content. Well, you just got to have to like that aesthetic to like this because yeah. I just don't I... well the problem is it's too like the aesthetic's fine but it's too close to the familiar that is going to be a problem like it's just going to be a thing where it's like ooh it's it's Rick and Morty but it's it's not and it, I guess I just wish it was like I'm not a Rick and Morty fan by any stretch like I've seen episodes and I think it's funny but I've never like sat down and watched it um, Same. but this just kind of got me that like I don't know, I'd rather just be Rick and Morty if you're going to be doing the same shtick. Yeah, it'd be like if it was a Seth MacFarlane game that was very much Family Guy, but there were like other characters, and you're just kind of like going like, why don't you just make a Family Guy? game? You mean American Dad? Yeah. You mean Border Town? You mean Cleveland <laughs> Show? <laughs> I yes. know what you're saying, but it's not exactly a wonderful <laughs> analogy because he's already done that a million times. Yes. Um. So, but yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't think this needed a place in their show. It no. just seemed like filler. Honestly, I mean, you're, ca- you're cashing in on Justin Roiland's name. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not even sure is a bigger name than the Dan Harmon name of Rick and Morty. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't think Dan Harmon. Um, uh, Justin Roiland, like he, he was big in. Um, like animation circles beforehand. Yeah, well, and, and he a, does the voices of it, so and, obviously yeah, and he's... it's based off of a cartoon that he originally made. Yeah. So I think, like, but in terms of name recognition, overarching, I feel like Dan Harmon has more of the success, and therefore his name holds more value than. Yeah, Justin but I don't think he's does. as involved in the create, like the creative aspect of the show. Everything is Justin Roiland's like fingerprints all over it. It's yeah. his art style, it's his character, it's his humor. Yeah. And then Dan Harmon just kind of lended his like name to that. Well, I think he, he has to have some like he's not it's not like produced by Dan Harmon created by it's created by the two of them. I'm just so. saying like if you knew Justin Roiland's stuff before that, it's very clearly a Justin Roiland thing. Yeah. It's Rick and Morty is very much 
everything that he's already already been doing. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure Dan Harmon, of course, like helps write it and stuff. But no, I'm not saying one has more like creative control than the other. I'm just saying in terms of name recognition. Oh, I yeah. feel like that's not even the name you'd go with if you were trying to make things from the creators well, of I don't, Rick and Morty. Uh, does Dan Harmon have anything to do with this game though? No, he yeah, doesn't. So um, it'd be weird if they're like, you know. A game made by the guy that worked with Dan Harmon. Yeah. No, I know that. But I'm saying, like, to have it at the show, I don't think it's a big enough... He's not a big enough name. Mm. This isn't a big enough game where this should have been a part of their E3. Yeah. It was probably just there because it's VR. Well, it mm. also only took about two minutes. It wasn't even a long trailer or True. anything. Uh, so, let's see. I think this also got added from the desk. Uh, God of War is getting a new game plus. Yeah. yeah. Excited for that, Joe, as someone who's beaten it. I have not yet. I already so traded I... my copy of the game. Uh-oh. Well, I 100%ed it. Yeah. Well, now you get a new game plus it, so there's probably more Jeez. stuff there. I'm not going to go get and more buy a your copy trophies again no. until, until it drops down to 20 bucks. Just go cheap, like, Just go rent your same do. copy from GameStop. Just go rent it for a week to play yeah. new game plus if you absolutely need to. Uh, and then we already briefly mentioned it. Black Ops 1 and 2 maps are coming to Black Ops 3 and 4. Uh, and then Black Ops 3 is free for PlayStation Plus members for a month. Uh, nothing really there. I mean, Black Ops maps coming to Black Ops 4. I feel like we already knew that was a thing they said there was, was going to happen because there's no single player, so you got to pull as much content from previous games as humanly possible. So doesn't surprise me all that much that they're bring all the Black Ops maps in. Uh, they also showed off uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken, which is the expansion for Destiny 2 uh, gameplay, where the guy, the character from the trailer from the first one, looks like he's dead or broken Nathan or something. Fillion. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't play it, so I don't really know. He's that robot. Yeah. No, I knew that. But it looked like his face was all cracked up and effed up at the beginning of the trailer. So it's kind of the sense that I got. He's like he's, the main quest giver of the yeah, series. Yeah. Looks like he's in peril. Yeah. And that sucks for I, him. I don't care about Destiny. Nope. No. No. Uh, and then they finished off the show, because I think I got through everything else, with uh, Spider-Man, which is my jam. Yay. And thankfully, a thing that I was looking forward to seeing more of at this show that was nerd-related and video and like comic book related didn't get nothing like i did with the marvel stuff and you know what they the didn't jedi show stuff off, though what the bottom half of that figure is i was gonna say well, that that's, that's, i went on to amazon the thing i was i that, went on to amazon and looked for it and i was like nope i was well, still keeping that close because the trailer ends with him going like oh no it's you so you know that whoever he's looking at at the end of that trailer is going to be I know, but I. They said we're gonna when they announced the collector's edition. If oh, you, they said they were remember, show it off at the end of the three. No, they said we'll show it off in June or something oh, like that. We'll, yeah. have, we'll we'll give you the full reveal in June, and I went, well, E 3s in June. That's the perfect time for yep. it. Uh, and then they didn't. So they they showed off a trailer and gameplay for Spider Man. Uh, the trailer was uh, a breakout at the raft, which is a big floating prison in the middle of the like Hudson River, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Just off of the shore of New York. Yeah, of Manhattan. And uh, everybody's breaking out, all your favorite uh, Sinister Six villains. So the Rhino, the Vulture, the Electro, the Mr. Negative. Uh, I think Mr. Negative was the one that broke them out. Yeah, he came, well, he came flying in a helicopter afterwards. Yeah. Scorpion. Um, the they, Scorpion. They do say in it, he said, seven people have escaped. No, they the said trailer. no, they said all of your like all of your villains that you've captured over the last 7 years have escaped or something like that. Oh, I could have sworn yeah. you said there were like they said like all of the people that have escaped all 7 of them or something like that. Yeah, it was something like over the last 7 years oh, okay. cuz that's how long he's been Spider-Man. Okay. Um so yeah, so it was we saw Electro, Scorpion, Rhino, um Vulture, Mr. Negative. And Mr. Negative, and the trailer ends where they all beat up Spider-Man. And then you, they make they make mention over the trailer that someone else is pulling the strings, and he looks up and he goes, "You." 
it was you this yeah. whole time? Um, and so we don't know uh-huh. who that is. Uh, all kinds of speculation and stuff. Uh, some people think it's Green Goblin, though that would be... It's too obvious. And that would be a little weird. I feel like that wouldn't be a thing you necessarily do, especially because... Well, who, who wasn't there? I, tons of people Mysterio. I'm just saying, like, um, Doc Ock. Doc Ock wasn't there, Mysterio. and that could be a thing. Mysterio. Um, um, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. Shocker. Venom. But Venom wouldn't, like, organize... They said there's no symbiotes break. in this game. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not that. Oh, that could be DLC later, mm. I'm sure, or a sequel. They said there's no symbiotes in this game. They said it's most likely not Green Goblin just because Norman Osborn is, like, running for president or mayor or something like that. Like, you can see him in the billboards in previous trailers. Oh, yeah. So Maybe highly doubt. for mayor. Yeah. My, uh, my hypothesis is it's Doc Ock because one of the things that Spider-Man said to Electro is he said, like, oh, you've got a nice new suit. Where'd you get that? And he's, like, he said something about, like, someone made it for me. Yeah. And, and then and I realized they, that my joke from from last time, where dudes in suits was the new thing. Everyone in that trailer, all the villains, dudes in suits. Well, yeah. that's what they are. Yeah, that's what they've always been. I no, mean, but like, Shocker, or I mean, uh, Electro didn't ever need like a suit, and like Rhino, depending on what version of the Spider-Man stuff, wasn't a, just a dude in a suit. No, like, Rhino's no, always a dude. Rhino's in a suit. always a dude in a suit. The thing was that he can't get out of the suit, and that's why he's so pissed. Sometimes it's a mechanical Rhino right. suit. Right, that's, that's, like that's more. That's more. Raw hide suit. to his like body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always a dude in a suit. Um, I thought it was that, um, because like going back to what you were saying with that, um, when Scorpion shows up, I thought it was Doc Ock because you see like his tail, tail like, yeah. wrap around him and pull him away. And I was like, oh, there's Doc Ock. And then it turned out to be no. Scorpion. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it seemed like an easy telltale that it would be Doc Ock at that yeah. point. Um, but, I, I mean, I was already super hyped for this game. It didn't show me anything that would get me less hyped for it. I am a little down. Like, I don't need another Sinister Six-based thing. Like, Sinister Six is cool and all, and, like, there are some good villains in that. But overall, like, it's just been done to death, and I don't really need it. Yeah, but this could be a misdirect. Yeah, like, I'm it, sure it, it's, that scene could end with him like jumping up and just knocking everyone out and them getting all put back in the raft. Yeah. Doesn't no. mean that they're the main enemies of the game. No, and I don't think they are either way. It's just as a tra- as far as a trailer goes. Yeah, as far as a trailer goes, I'm like, all right, Sinister Six, cool. I, I get it. I don't need to see more Sinister Six I stuff. was, um, w- when it came to this trailer, uh, I was I'd, like, you're right. Like, I know this game is going to be great. Yeah. Like, I'm already excited for this game. But I was kind of disappointed with this trailer just because I was like, it does, it's not that, like, interesting to me. No. It is just, like, going, like, look, bad guys. But Whereas, it, like, I kind of wanted a little bit more out of it. Like, and ultimately, with when it comes to the Spider-Man games, like, the only thing I'm really interested in is, like, swinging around New York. Like, that's what I want to do. So yeah. I was kind of, like, hoping to get, like, a good look of him just, like, swinging around New York in the daytime. Just being like, woohoo! You know, doing like the the opening of every Spider-Man movie with him just like having a blast swing through New York, yeah. You know, like just kind of like doing little things. Like I at least wanted to see some of that. Well, the, they showed it, it like him just did. like swimming, uh, swinging through like the the the, the raft, like yeah. But like, like okay. the stuff that was blowing up and like you saw him swinging through that and like no, yeah. uh, it shows the fluidity of it. Which yeah, is that, nice. well, that looks super cool. And also yeah. they had like the little reticle points, so like it wasn't clear like. It's clear that this isn't just a cut scene that like you actually had to choose where you were gonna like web sling to next instead of just being like, Oh, you know, hit X to continue. Yeah. Oh. But, oh yeah, I just kind of wanted to see like him swinging around the city. And they showed more gameplay of that. I think probably as soon as the show ended they cut yeah, to you, like, long gameplay. Yeah, you shows. dropped out right yeah. before they showed more. Um but yeah, I'm super hyped for this game. One thing that I just keep seeing everywhere in every article is that this is the best swinging version or whatever and makes swinging feel good. And like, I just don't know how you can 
make it feel like other Spider-Man games have had really great web swing mechanics. And I don't know like why it's so hyped up. Uh, Cause I just assumed it's going to be as great as it's been. Like even the bad Spider-Man games have good web swinging. Like since they decided, you know, 10 years ago that, uh, the webs need to stick to buildings had, and not the sky. Some bad ones where like I'm constantly just like bouncing off of walls. And Amazing like, Spider-Man like, was pretty. Please bad. let me like go in a certain direction. Yeah, I mean like, but they're still fun. Yeah, so I, I mean I don't know. I don't think they're necessarily going to be reinventing the wheel that much, but yeah, I'm super hyped for that game and don't really. I, I don't need to see more from it. It's coming just a couple of months. I guess just tell me what that statue is, uh, and then we'll we'll take it from there. Are you going to buy the statue? Do I have really the collector's care? edition reserved. Really? Well, just in case. Just in case it's a super awesome statue and all the other stuff it comes statues. with. I mean, I love Spider-Man, so it, that, trumps, that trumps everything. Yeah. So... Um, all right, that'll do it then for Sony, uh, which means all we have left is Nintendo, which did another, like, it was like a 45-minute Nintendo Direct. And half an hour of it was Smash. Was Smash. <laughs> uh, so we'll get to the stuff that isn't Smash. Uh, we talked about it already. Fortnite is available on Switch. I gave my thoughts on that off the top. Uh, we got another Fire Emblem game, Three Houses. Uh, anybody care about Fire Emblem? It's more Fire Emblem. It's more Fire Emblem. Yeah. I, uh, I when it when it kind of like started off and it was just like the overhead like fire emblem like standard fire emblem thing I was kind of like oh this is kind of like disappointing on this new system you're still gonna make something that just kind of still looks like fire emblem um, but then heard of that when all of a sudden like the camera zooms down you see like the battlefield and all of the soldiers lined up and stuff and it's not just like you're one dude you're moving around to attack another dude mm-hmm. like they have an army behind them and when you have them fight like the armies collide and like you get a really cool. Uh, actual fight out of it. It's not just like you know, they line up and then they hit each other. With something actually, there's a cinematic aspect to it. Yeah. It looked uh, really cool to me. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but I definitely was like, all right, this looks a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show opened with a game called Damon X Machina, which is a mech game. It looked kind of cool, I guess. At first, I thought it was like a weird, like Zone of the Enders or some kind of like. Definitely had that feel. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a wholly new game. It's coming to Switch in 2019. It's got a heavy metal soundtrack. So for all you heavy metal fans out there, John, I know you like your metal from time to time. Yeah. Um, I like mech stuff, too. Yeah. I don't have a Switch, I, so. <laughs> did you did you see the trailer for this game? I did not. I just I heard did about it. And I was like, that's Nintendo cool. Conference? I didn't. I don't. Okay. I'm, I have, like, zero vested interest in yeah. Nintendo. As, yeah, I have not a, having a Switch. I have a 3DS, but, like. When, the, well, there's no 3DS in the show whatsoever. Yeah, so once I, yep. you know. That's that's fine. It's not for me, but like, cool. Yeah, uh, there was a trailer for Hollow Knight. Show mm-hmm. picked up. We talked about that earlier. Which launched that day. Yep. Uh, there was a game called Killer Queen Black, which was one of those ones that was leaked uh, ahead of time. That was like a sequel to uh, Arcade something or other. Um, and I don't know. It looked okay. Just another eight bit platformer. Like, it looked like, like it was like a modern Joust. Yeah, kind of. Like, I got a Joust vibe off of but it. But still also 8-bit yeah, or 16-bit like, or whatever. Yeah, it was like competitive modern Joust. Yeah, which is okay. Which, I mean, there's been a bunch of those kind of games that have come out in recent years. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play it, but... Uh, we got a sequel to Overcooked. Overcooked 2 is coming to the Switch. Which that we got announced before, though, didn't that it? That was one of the leaked ones in that like picture yeah. where it showed Fortnite That's and right, FIFA yeah. and the killer Black Queen and Overcooked 2 was one of them. So even that wasn't all that new. Uh, so not really much to say. I mean, it looks like more Overcooked, which I watched. Uh, I watched a Let's Play of Overcooked too. Again, it looks just like more Overcooked, and you know your fun will vary depending on your friends that you're playing with and and all that stuff. Uh, we got more stuff from Octopath Traveler. 
Is just it? that the demo was coming. Yeah, the demo. Even though they already did a demo. Yeah, the demo's out now. Uh, and then the whole full game comes out July 13th. So we're just a little over a month away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really much to say on it. I think we've I mean, talked I'm, about I'm it. I'm already. In the past. I have mine pre-ordered. I pre-ordered the like super collectors edition. Oh, with the map and the whole the, deal. Like, the picture book. Yeah, thing, yeah. Like, picture book thing yep. or pop-up book. Uh, so I got that pre-ordered. I'm looking forward to it. It looks. I mean, it looks gorgeous. I yeah. Like the design stuff. Uh, I can't. I can't wait. Nice. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is, is, is coming to Switch. Joe, are you excited about that? You're gonna get Fighters is on the Switch. I already have it on the Xbox. Yeah, and you don't really play it anymore, do you? I barely played it when it came out, actually. Nice. Yeah, but it came out at a time when lots of other things came out. Yeah, there was out. a ton of other stuff to play. True. I and mean, maybe playing on the Switch would be a better way, just like to take it over to a friend's house and be like, I'm just going to play a couple fights of uh, uh, Fighters. Why yeah. Not? Um, it might be better that way. I don't know. But I don't feel like I need to buy it again. True. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is getting new DLC. I didn't play it. Yeah, not really much there. Uh, people seemed excited about it. Uh, content's coming in September. Uh, so there's... I know people love the game, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> uh, on a more Nintendo-focused front, they announced that uh, you'll get Mew if you pre-order that Joy-Con Pokeball, the Pokeball Plus. Yeah, it's going to be like installed on the Pokeball, I think, when yep. you get it. Uh, so you can get that. Uh, they did say that it's, you know, it's essentially a Joy-Con, so you can play the whole game with that if you want to, mm-hmm. or just with the one Joy-Con or the full controller. Doesn't matter. Um, didn't really show off much more for Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. Well, I mean, the it's thing just the, kind of about the Pokeball. Yeah, the thing with the Nintendo stuff is they show you their little conference, and then there's like four days worth of other stuff. That Treehouse they Live. On. So yeah, yeah, I watched like uh, like half an hour, you know, walkthrough of uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yep. Um, and make you feel know, any better just, about the game? No, like I don't know who this is for. It's just feels so weird. Yeah. Like, it's trying to be Pokemon, but not, like, I don't know. It's, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'll admit I did pre-order it just because Pokemon. I want, well, I want the Pokeball, too. Yeah. Like, just to put into my, like, controller collection. Yeah, So, I'm like, well, if I'm going to get it, I might as well get the game also, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I did pre-order a copy of Let's Go Pikachu. Um, I, I could cancel at any time, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. But, yeah, I was, I was just, like, watching it going, like, it's... It's a Pokemon game where you. It's a Pokemon game where you're playing Pokemon Go in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like strange. why would you it's Pokemon Go game exist? game? Yeah, I was like, why does this exist? Weird. Uh, yeah, very weird. And like, I don't know the fact that they announced it recently, and then like, I don't like when you announce a game two weeks before E3 and then show stuff about it at E3. It's just weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe I would have been a little bit more hyped if I saw it at this, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Uh, one thing that I was very surprised about, because uh, I did not see this coming, uh, is a new Mario Party. It's called Super Mario Party. It's coming to the Switch in October, so very soon. And surprised this didn't get leaked. Like, yeah. you know, the Fortnite and the Overcooked and all the little things got leaked, but this one kept under wraps. And Which makes me think it was maybe like a planned leak. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was a distraction leak. It was marketing materials. So, you know, they obviously maybe didn't have as many marketing materials for this. Or they were smart enough to keep that off of the marketing materials until then. Um, But a couple of things from the outset it looks like this is going to have the return of the real board game. It is. I watched a 45 minute playthrough of it. It's straight up everything we've been asking for for like the last 10 years. God. I'll take one thing away from the stuff that they showed off at this Nintendo conference. They've taken fan feedback to heart. Yes, they because really have. Because this is ev- like this in Smash that we're going to talk about in a little bit. 
it was basically them just going like, okay, we heard what you want out of these games, and we're giving it what you want. Same with like Mario uh, Tennis as well. Yeah, like they're like we looked at all of our missteps of the ones that we've put out in the past, and we're correcting it all. So yeah. this is every it's a straight up board game again. Uh, just like the old, like the original ones, the games look really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it makes a really good use of like the Joy Cons as well as the tablet if you're going to play in tablet mode. But I think I would be playing it in docked mode anyways. Yeah, yeah, they um, did show off cool stuff where you can lay two switches next to one another and like do a mini game that goes across both, which is. It's both cool and a thing that I feel like I'm never going to want to do because I'm going to want to be playing with my friends up there on the TV yeah, or online, which they said that you'll be able to play online, uh, which is awesome. And the fact that the, I keep maintaining that I want Mario Party games and short of Mario Party Top 100, which I bought mostly because it has all the mini games and I love that. Uh, and that you only needed one copy to play with four people, which I also love. I've just been like, I'm not going to buy a Mario Party game until I can get the full board game. Like I bought 10 because if you used Amiibos, you unlocked granted a a much smaller board game, game, but it still was the closest to the original fun thing. Uh, And this is back in a big way and I'm super excited for it. Super amped. uh, And I cannot wait to get this. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, But then the only other thing that they talked about at the show, which was like Joe said, a good half an hour portion of it was super smash brothers for, uh, for the switch which now has a title. It is called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and that is very apropos because it has every single character that's ever been in Smash is back in Smash again. Now, they did make it seem like you're not going to have them all at the outset, that it might be you have to unlock them or you have to earn them that's over time. The ones. They're yeah. never like all the characters unlocked. Out. I think yeah. the last one, they were all unlocked from that uh, jump. Yeah, I think, yeah, Smash 4 was, but all the other ones Yeah, you had to that, unlock you had, like, them stuff. had to... You know, you have to win a hundred fights to unlock Pichu. You have yep. to like win a thousand fights to unlock this person. Yep. Which is good. I actually kind of like that because it gives me a reason to play. Yeah. There's a Correct. sense of progression. Yeah. Yeah. If everything's just unlocked from the outset, I'm just like, oh, well, then I don't it's have a, a reason game. to play it without my friends around. Right. Yeah. So True. then it just sits there and I wait for friends to come out. Yeah. But when there's something like that, like, okay, I have a reason to play this for a long time until like my friends come over and then we play smash well it was like when i bought mario party top 100 remember i blew through that game so quickly because i wanted to unlock all the mini games mm-hmm. uh, and so it gave me a reason to play yeah, it so if not all those were unlocked right off the get-go you would have just sat there and waited for someone to come over to play with you yeah exactly um so yeah they they went into great detail sorry uh they went into great detail about all the different characters all the way in which the characters are tweaked changed upgraded um the fact that yeah, this is really in-depth showing for this yeah I, we can't cover it all just because it, like it took them half an hour half an hour to do so and we're not gonna go through all the minutia of it but i if you're at all interested in smash i definitely recommend going and watching it if you haven't done so already i uh, mean from what i saw like they had a lot of pro smash players there they held a smash ultimate tournament mm-hmm. um during like uh, right after this yeah um and from every, like, all the people that are, like, really, really into Smash, they were like, yeah, this is everything that we wanted out yeah. of it. They've added back in some things that got taken out of, like, skill-based players really enjoyed. Like, there's a new... Like, dash waving, uh, uh, which is, like, the directional, like, dashing. Yep. Um, they uh, they added short hops back in, like, a, a much easier, like, short hop attack uh, that, that you can do. Um, some other stuff that they asked about, like, you know, L canceling or, you know, all other things. Like, I don't think directional, directional recovery isn't the same as wave dashing. I don't 
thing. No, it's a different thing. Yeah. Uh, so they they asked. I heard some asked about like is wave dashing back? Is L canceling back? And you know things that are widely used in melee in the Smash community. And they were kind of coy on saying whether it was or not. Uh, mostly because probably it doesn't fit with their it's accessible for everybody kind of thing that they probably want to get across. Uh, but it, again, it, this is another thing where it seems like they've taken fan criticism or fan requests to heart and. You know, uh, with the with one notable exception is that Waluigi still is not in this game. <laughs> and all the memes for that were great. I did see one today where it was the uh, like the final destination, like glove pointing thing where you're attacking the glove and someone took Master like a, a reveal tool and just like went up the <laughs> hand and then up the arm. And then like it's just Waluigi standing off the level, just poking at you. And I thought that was really funny. Like, oh, my God, he's been with us the whole time. What? Um, but yeah, I. I'm super excited for this. The, the the attention to detail that they've put in and the care uh, for this series that they've taken in this new game is just, it's impressive. Yeah. And like we said, every character, every DLC character, every bonus character, every hidden character, all of them back. So you're going to have Snake and Sonic and Pac-Man, Pac-Man and Mega Man and Ryu. all of those, Ryu, Bayonetta, like yep. all those characters are back. Uh, three new characters. Yep. Um, they have uh, Daisy actually getting added in, not just an alternate color scheme for Peach now. Well, it, the she is one of what they're calling Echo Fighters. Where well, those have always been in the game. Yeah, where they're not distinctive enough to be their own character, but they are still there. Uh, so it's that, it's Dark Pit, and it's one of the Fire Emblem characters, yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, Lucinia, I think is her name. But yeah, like Marth and Roy were always yeah, like close. Well, it's like Fox and Falco, Fox and Falco, and even like Captain but, Falcon and Ganon, Ganon originally were yeah. the same yep. like thing. It's just Ganon was slower and more powerful, and uh, yeah. Captain Falcon was. But quicker. I think they dis- they've they've changed that distinguish them a bit. Yeah, now. No, now now Ganon's his own distinct character. But like th- those characters have existed in the yeah. past. But Daisy is more or less Peach. Yeah. Which is fine. Dr. Mario was like pretty more much or less Mario, Mario, but he shot yeah. a pill, pill instead of a fireball. Yeah. We didn't have like the cape and or did he have the cape? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think he just did his cl- originally. Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. like as yeah. in Smash Four, like he was more of zone more character. Oh uh, yeah, but they added the uh the Squid Kids, which we knew. Oh yeah, this, the the uh, Inklings, um Daisy and the big reveal was uh, liter- like another <laughs> yeah another character that has long been in high demand to get added to the game, and they got like even a little cutscene for it. They've added Ridley from Metroid into the game. Um, the the big dragon thing, yep. skull uh, from and bones. Metroid. Yep. Uh, so that was one of those ones that people have always been clamoring for to get added in, and now uh, he's in there. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, they obviously shrunk him down a little bit, so that way it wasn't like this giant thing. It's also like that's one of those characters that every game he's like a different size. Yeah. A little bit bigger, a little bit smaller. Uh, they wouldn't go into any details, at least in the coverage that I saw, about whether or not there's a single player, like whether or not the subspace emissary or anything like that is I returning. I would hope so. The, the, the like, little cutscene that they showed would be a really the cool Ridley thing. reveal made me kind of go like, oh, this looks like subspace emissary. Again. Yeah. Like, that would be cool if that came back. Yeah. Especially if you have to unlock characters, you want By something more than just play 100 fights. Win a hundred fight because like that'll take way too long, I think, to try to get all of the characters that they're going to try to put in this game. Um, they also confirmed online is obviously a thing. Um, they didn't. Uh, it is launching December seventh, which is after the the Nintendo online service goes live, which I think we all thought was when it was like they were going to coincide because what bigger online game could you have in Smash? Uh, I guess Mario Party is is that game. But now they'll work out <clears throat> all the kinks before. Correct. So it's probably a good thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
um, trying to think of what else was really big from that. Uh, streamlining like speed of a lot of things. Yeah, uh, they talked about how like the final smashes have been sped up so that they don't take as much time, which is um, good. And they tweaked a lot of them, added like new certain things to yep. them. Like um, like Wario's super final smash was he turned into Wario Man and like would run, you would run around as him doing attack. Now he just has an attack, and it's yeah. not just him running around the battlefield. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's like so many little things that they yeah. did. Uh, like every every doesn't like every map have a, a final destination now. Oh, every map has both a, a like a dynamic and omega version. So mm-hmm. like the dynamic is the one where it changes. The cars run past. Like there's planes. There's the map interacts with the work like the fight essentially. Um, and then ones where it's just static, where it doesn't change. And there's a pit on both sides uh that's good because i always liked playing in the last ones and any stage that had an omega like static Mm -hmm. it's fine kind of level so um that's good and the fact that everyone has it now yeah it's just good attention to detail i like the the yoshi's island one more so we'll go with the one that has the yoshi's island theme yeah so i just the attention to detail it's insane and i recommend like i said if you haven't seen it haven't watched it go watch at the very least the the portion of the direct, I mean, you don't necessarily have to go and watch all the Treehouse stuff if you don't want to, because there's obviously a lot of you know discussion and things there uh, and just more gameplay. But the just what, uh, and I forget his name, the creator was going through in each little... Sakurai. Yeah. Um, like the minutia of it is it's just, it was really interesting. And it's something that we don't get a lot of E3 where it's all about the flash and the pomp and circumstance. It was nice for someone to take a deep dive into their game because it, it made me care more, but like I was always going to get smash cause I like smash. I like playing with other people. Uh, they did confirm eight players is returning though. I only ever played that once yeah, and it was going to be Bonanza. in it. Cappy is in it as well. Uh, which I think we breath pr- of the wild link. And for yep. some reason, not breath of the wild Zelda, but link to the past Zelda or link between worlds Zelda. Hmm. Was that like a summons or like an assist trophy or something? No, it's just they're using like the link between world design for Zelda. Yeah. Um, yeah, first time ever we'll have three links. Yep. So Toon Link, Kid Link, and regular Breath of the Wild Link. Yep. But you can also like put him in his Breath of the Wild his regular green tunic. tunic. Yeah. Um, but he's he's got like the um, special arrows and stuff as oh, well. Oh, yeah. His final Smash is using the, uh, what are they called? Air- Guardian Arrow. Yep. So, yeah, just like the attention to detail made me so much more excited for this game where I was already going to get it because I enjoy it. Uh, but listening to him talk about it and going over like the great care and attention to detail just is it was spectacular. Big fan of it. Um, so, yeah, so that was the end of the Nintendo conference, uh, which is the end of all the conferences because that was the last one. So I ask you guys who won E3 and what game from everything are you most looking forward to or do you, were you most impressed by? So I'll start with you, Johnny. Sony actually won for me, even though they had wow. like a really shitty kind of start. I think they showed off more things that were more important to me. Um, and like like you were saying with the Smash thing, like they went more in depth, whereas it's not like here's just a couple you know speckles mm-hmm. about this thing. Um, the games that were showed off there, I had more interest in than I think uh, anybody. Um, Game I'm most excited about is probably the Sekudo, the Shadows Die Twice, the the From yeah, Software one, uh, the From more, Software more one, or <laughs> or Metal Wolf Chaos, which didn't actually get any like TV play. Uh, it's that it's a it was an Xbox game that was exclusive to Japan, where you played the president of the United States in a mech. 
Oh, is this is Devolver putting this out? Yeah. No, this That's, is from Software's game. No, no but I think from Software made it, but it was part of the Devolver conference. Yeah, which I didn't watch. Me neither. I forgot. I only They're watched the trailer. Really I I known this game existed for like a while because I it, uh, it was on um uh like a gaming historian video or like one of those like YouTube like yeah, retro, yeah. like um. There's a, Great games that were never released in America. Yeah, there's a there's a series called Region Locked that's from uh, Did You Know Gaming, and they did an episode on it. And they're like, this game's absolutely ridiculous. And they're like, it's a shame it never made here, but it probably didn't come here because Americans don't have a good sense of humor about themselves. Oh, that sounds right up Devolver's Alley, too. Um, but yeah, you play as the President of the United States who is fighting in a mech and like the trailer he like fucking kicks his way out of the white house and the like hashtag for the remake is make mech america great again mm-hmm. um but yeah it's, you, it's, hit, uh, you have to go for that joke it's yeah. just and, get your politics out of my game though <laughs> and it's meant to be like humorous yeah, and it also game. came out 14 years ago yeah. so like it's just gonna be a remake well, but i mean i think that looks great and i've always wanted to play it but never had an outlet to play it until now nice joe who won E3 for you? Uh, it's actually kind of tough um, because I think the best showing of games came from Sony, but they fucked up the conference so much that like I kind of had to dock stuff off of them <laughs> because fair. of that. No, that's fair. Um, whereas the Microsoft press conference just ran smoothly, and I went in expecting it to be just awful. So your low expectations helped elevate what was a pretty good... Yeah, I went in with zero expectations and then walked away going like, wow, there was a lot of good stuff that they showed off. Like okay. like John said, like Sekiro, I was just like, oh, this looks awesome. There, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, but I feel like Sony had the best showing games-wise. Right. Um, so it's actually really kind of hard to make that decision. I can yeah. agree with that, but like... No, it's fair. Yeah. Um, so I think I think I have to like just give Microsoft the slight edge. Okay. Because you expected that. shit from them, and yeah, you, and you got not shit. <laughs> yeah, and I expected the gold from Sony, and I was like, kind of like, got oh man, not what? gold. <laughs> well, I mean, I still got like gold, but it was just dirty gold. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think I had to give the slight edge to Microsoft on having the conference because I think it just, I mean, it went. It, not only that, it like went really well. It wasn't a, like I was expecting a disaster, like I said, but yeah. it ended up going really well. There wasn't really anything that I was like, this is awful kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got so many g- games from them. Yep. Um, What's your game of the conference? Uh, but game of the the conference, I had to give to Ghost of Shishima from, yeah. Mike, or from Sony because it just looked so fucking good. Me too. I, um, um, and that or even probably Resident Evil 4. It's hard to make the choice between the two. Resident but, Evil 2. Or Resident Evil 2. Um, but... I mean, it's like a really awesome looking new IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I have to. I think I have to go with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one too, just because it's it's a setting that is really cool looking. The aesthetic of it is really cool, and it's a game I like a lot. Like I know that Sony first party studios catch a lot of flack for being Uncharted, essentially. But I really like Uncharted. I really like that type of game. I like immersive story, cinematic-based games. Um, and that just looks like it's going to knock all of those aspects out of the fucking ballpark. Um, so oh, you I'm, know one thing about the Sony conference, though? Um, no um, dead whatever. The zombie game? Days Gone? Days Gone. That was part of their pre-reveal 
where they announced the they put out a new trailer and announced the release date. That was part of oh. the five days leading up to it that we oh, talked okay. about last I week. I missed that. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Oh, did It we? was like that and the Tetris effect and Beat Saber. Oh, I thought those were all leaks and stuff. I didn't no, realize no, no, there no. was a trailer reveal for that as well. Yeah, yeah. it was the Sony was doing five days of announcements oh. leading up to oh, their okay. I actually missed that stuff then, so I didn't see that new trailer or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was part of their announcing the release date there was a new trailer, so that's that's why. So you can go back and watch that. It was more of the same. Um but yeah, no, I, I, I'm really excited for Ghost of Tsushima. And given that I knew next I had to, to nothing I had to about watch it. The, I had to watch it like the, that trailer like two more times afterwards. Yeah. No other game made me go like, it. I need to go back and rewatch yeah. that. Yeah. Um, oh, and Sekiro. Sekiro, I went back and rewatched. So we're all Samurai out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, actually, the one I've been intrigued by that I haven't actually gone to watch the trailer for because I just missed the conference uh, was Cyberpunk 2077. Everyone's been super hyped on that. Uh, oh, yeah. I think Tyler said that was his game of E3. There, uh, there's a lot of stuff that came out afterwards. Yeah, so I want to go back and really, really give, awesome. I want to give that its time because that does seem like a thing I would be interested in. But I, I just, would probably, if I had gotten like gameplay for that, I would. Probably, right, it was that just been higher. Um, well, it's still early. Thing. They said they're they said for that game too. They're targeting current gen, which means that could slip yeah. to next gen, which is yeah. You know, if there knows. was if there was more than just a trailer, like a yeah. cinematic cutscene, that game probably would have been a lot higher on my list because everything I've seen from that from the like post conference stuff, mm-hmm. like everything from the like uh, actual presentations that they've shown at the conference, yeah, uh, has sounded amazing. Yeah. Um, in terms of who I think won, uh, while I'm super high on Smash and I really liked the way in which they did that, also that Mario Party reveal was really good because I wasn't expecting that. The and that's, conference itself, the was... conference, everything before that, like, and I was super excited for Fortnite coming to Switch, but again, I knew that was coming. It just kind of there was a lot of things in the Nintendo conference I didn't care about. Uh, There's only really two things that I was super excited about: exactly. and that's Mario Party and Smash. Yeah, um, and like. I like I watched the Smash stuff going like wow this is really great like I loved how in depth they got into that yeah and I liked how Microsoft you know came out swinging they showed a bunch of games which is good because we keep harping on they don't have any games problem is most of their games were multi platform yeah and the ones that are Microsoft based even just yeah. not having an Xbox they're also games I don't care like I don't care about Gears I'm not really big into Halo like I don't care about Forza. Uh, in terms like those are never games that were even going to make me buy an Xbox, let alone ones that I would play if I had one. Um, and I think what helped me is I watched the Sony conference after it ended and I had already gotten kind of prepped for it to be a <laughs> yeah. weird break. Cause you guys text me like, what is going on? I was like, I don't know. I'm out right now. What is going yeah, on? Yeah. I was me, like, are you watching this banjo? Me and, me and yeah. Skippy were like texting in a group chat with the three of us going like, what the hell is well, happening? Well, then he was texting me on the side. Oh, and you were like, texting also? Yeah. yeah he's I like, was like, are the, you watching this too? What is this? I was like, I don't know. So I was prepped for worse. Uh, and so it, I don't think it was that bad knowing going in that it was going to be this weird break. Um, so, and I just like, Last of Us 2 blew me away more than it has up until this point. Like I was like I said, I was always excited, but I was never gonna like jump out of my seat for it. That blew me away. Spider-Man was always gonna impress me. There's not anything that's gonna change that. Uh Ghost of Tsushima blew me away. Uh Death Stranding, I don't care about, so I can just throw that away. It doesn't really matter to me. But like and everything else in there just was good and cool. So I, I think I gotta give it to them despite their wonky presentation. Yeah. Uh, like if you, said, like, you take it, that out, it, it's nothing but if awesome. It, if it would just been, and like part of me thinks that maybe because they fucked up, it made the presentation a little bit better because I I think they just fucked up the first half, um, and it like threw a wrench in their plan. I wouldn't be surprised if they had at least another musical number of something planned, and then like, uh, and then like maybe even another arena change, but they like 
No, I think that so went. Much. I think I. I don't think that it. It was messed up nearly as much as you think. I think it went exactly how they wanted it to go. It's just it didn't play well, mm. uh, which is a mistake on their so part. So one for you. I, I guess so because yeah. uh, EA EA lost. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Square didn't really have anything that I was super excited about. Like Tomb Raider really impressed me. Um, but you saw that at other. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't care about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, a Quiet Man was cool looking. So was the Fall of Babylon one, but they didn't show me enough to really right. wow me. Uh, and then Ubisoft just kind of was Ubisoft. There wasn't anything. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It just no. It was just exactly as good as they always are. Um, but there were no surprises. Like last year or two years ago, they surprised me with the South Park game, and I was like, "Oh shoot, I wasn't expecting that. That's really awesome." Uh, and there wasn't anything like that. And overall, on E3, there wasn't a lot of surprises. But I also don't think there was a lot of leaks beforehand either. It just seemed kind of like, uh, "Here's what we're just going to show you more of what we know you want to see more of," and that's what E3 was going to be about this year. It wasn't about the surprises or the you know announcements so much as it was about the gameplay, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so any last thoughts, boys, on E3 2018? Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I I thought it was going to be a lot worse, and it ended up going a lot better than I thought it was going to go. I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff coming out, like super excited for a lot of the stuff, and it was a lot of stuff that I didn't know I was going to be excited for or I didn't know was coming. So like walking away, I really, really can't wait for a lot of the games, mm-hmm. like Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil 2. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Sekiro, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Like, I had an idea that these games are coming, but like now I'm like hyped. I'm you know going like, man, I can't wait to play this. Yeah, man, I can't wait for Smash Ultimate to come out. I can't wait for Super Mario Party to come out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff I'm really excited for now. What about you, John? Uh, yeah. Uh, now that I'm a like multiple console owner, like yeah. I'm more interested in it. Like I didn't even watch D3 last year because I was just like, I don't care. I, I only have one system that's relevant and like that stuff Barely I can find relevant. later. <laughs> um, so now that like, you know, I've got a PS4 right in time for things that I'm actually, you know, interested in. Yep. And yeah, so I think, I mean, I went in also expecting to be disappointed and came out happy. So nice. I'm good. All right, then. Well, that's going to do it for this very long episode. So thank you for sticking with us on uh, what is part two of our E3 2018 coverage. Uh, remember, you can find The Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, you can also find us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at Broken Clock Pods. Let us know which conference for you won the show, and let us know what games that you're most excited for uh, coming out of E3 2018. Uh, Remember also this week we have an episode of our main event podcast where we'll be talking about money in the bank for those wrestling fans out there. Uh, There's also a takeover uh, for NXT uh, and a bunch of other stuff wrestling related. So if you're at all a fan of wrestling or just want to hear more of our awesome funny voices, you can listen to our Broken Clock podcast main event, which will also be up uh, right now. But once again, for the Broken Clock podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. 